0: On the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode fifty. Welcome home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I've got Trevor, and we have a very special guest today. <laughs> that that kind of hurts my feelings. A uh, bit. Wow. Uh, um, just kidding. Wow, uh, wow, just man. kidding. We finally got Damon back for at least today. At least today. So does everyone <laughs> yeah. know where
1: I was? I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sitting. I'm sitting. You know, as my new house is being built at my parents' house with. Ethernet wires across like five rooms and nowhere to actually talk. Like, you know, today we, we might get some barking dogs, we might get some kids, but we don't know what we're gonna get, but
0: well, at least we got you back. So we're we're, we're yes, happy true. to have you back. I mean it's been it's been Trevor and I running wild for you And know. and
1: what's interesting is is that and it's fine because I still listen, I still look at the stuff that goes on and I go Yeah, that's okay. Like, I could skip that one. No disrespect disrespect to Trevor's trip, but, like, I can always talk to Trevor on the side and ask him about his trip, right? Like, that's okay with me. But then they started delving into some, like, you know, food at Star Wars and Star Wars stuff, and I was like... No, I, I'm going to have an opinion that differs from them. I, I need to get on and make sure that our listeners know that it's just, you know, not the Tom and Trevor show. That like,
0: you
1: know. There's, a, there's well, other opinions out there. Plus, it's episode Absolutely. 50. It's episode and 50. And I didn't want to miss episode 50. I was going to make you guys go 49.3 if you know, if I couldn't yeah. attend tonight.
0: 49 and a half, 49B. Yeah. We could drag this exactly. out
2: another six months if we needed to. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just take
0: a hiatus. Uh,
2: but, but first of all, so... 50 episodes
0: like yeah it's let, crazy right wow i, I, I don't can't, think, yeah <laughs> i don't think we ever thought we'd get to like 10 episodes let alone 50 episodes yeah i don't know i had more
1: faith like i had more faith in you guys like i i felt like this is where we would be like <laughs> you know I, it's you, but it
0: feels like just yesterday we started this thing right? th- that i mean, yeah. would agree
1: with i, I can't believe that because i mean 50 episodes i mean every two weeks right that's a yeah. long time yeah it's almost two years Wait, did now. we miss one did we miss one we I feel we like took, we missed one around we took Christmas.
0: A, we did. Yeah, yeah, we took a short break this past Christmas because we were all pretty busy. So, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> needed to true. take a take a little break. So, but no, I mean, pretty much every other week we've been here every single time, and you and know, I so, think for
1: yeah, for Trevor and myself, I, I think that you know it goes without saying that you know Tom is the person that is always working behind the scenes to make sure that everything sounds okay. You know, he puts together most of these um, episode rundowns for us. So you know, really a hand to him for, for making this happen, because I know at least for myself, um, there's a lot of work that he does that I would have, I would have had to leave if I had to do as much work as he does, honestly. So, (laughs) you know, he really keeps it together for us and, and make sure that we get it going every two weeks. So, you know, really big thanks to him as well.
0: Well, thank you guys. I appreciate that. And I, you know, it's, it's a pleasure to do this. We have fun doing this and, um, you know, I, we we said this a couple times in the show as fifty episodes in. We never expected to be talking to as many people as we're talking to right now. It's it's amazing how our audience has really exploded, and and we just have so many listeners, and we get so many great emails from people, and so many great messages on Facebook. We like we appreciate all of those things. So, we really so, do. So so
1: can we tell everyone? I guess we we should. So so we are working on a, a new logo, and with yeah. that new logo, will come some kind of interesting merchandise. Yeah. Right? So if everyone just kind of stays, stays tuned with us, we, we will be giving some of it away to some of our, you know, hardcore listeners, uh, definitely. And then we'll have probably some other sort of raffling going on as well as, you know, hopefully at some point in the future, people will actually want to buy some of our stuff. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I can see it. I can <laughs> see, see it. <laughs> stay, stay tuned for all yeah. of that
0: fun stuff. Yeah, we want a new logo uh, because I don't know if you've looked at our logo, but our logo was made by me and I am not a graphic ar- artist. So, uh, you know, I did my best on it and it served us well for 50 episodes, but um, it's and, time for, su- for a real one. <laughs> and I think
1: what we'll, we'll do is that I, I will say that we'll update the website at that point, too what (laughs) What?
0: we can put it back on the on the end roll there we we can put it back on the end roll
1: but we're all gonna have to do like you know those things where you answer questions about your favorite like disney things okay we'll we'll, we'll put some of those on the website so that way it will never go out of style love it yes
0: all right, I like I love when we produce the show on the show. That's always my favorite thing that we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, no, I, I'm just I we couldn't be more grateful to everybody that listens to the show. Fifty episodes in, I we get emails sometimes from people that have been here since episode one, and that is so cool. Uh, but those of you that are new, we still we love you too. But uh, you know, it's just a a bunch of people have been listening to us since day one, and I remember uh, you know the the first time we looked at our stats and we hit a hundred downloads, and we were like. Whoa, that's crazy. We got 100 downloads. And now it's many, many times more than that. And it's, it's, uh, it's funny, because, you know, it, it freaks us out still that we have so many people that listen. So
1: still, the, the, the thing is, is that I really want to be wearing a shirt at Disney and someone to come over and say hello. That, that's, oh, yeah. that's the goal. Not, I, not, that, yeah. not that I've met you, not that <laughs> not that it's been like, oh, well, you know what, we're going to be there Disney. Oh, yeah, me too. Let's meet up at so-and-so. Like, no, no, no. I just want to be walking through the park. Yep. And I feel like if that happens, that's when we really, we really, really, made, really it. made it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, t- I will tell you right now, I, and I hadn't said this to you guys, but um, I do plan when I go on my trip in June, because I did just schedule a June trip for some reason, <laughs> because why not, I guess. Um, I'm actually staying at Old Key West, which is random, but um, there's a reason for it. But anyway, we, we won't get into that now. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear some welcome home gear around in the parks, and we're going to have a scavenger hunt. If somebody can find me, I'll give you something. I'll give you something free with, with our stuff on it. So that's, that's my plan for when I'm on my trip. Okay. So you're going to have to find me. <laughs> what do they win if they don't find you if they don't find me i'd just be everyone else <laughs> just the, the win being a, a guest at disney <laughs> so well
2: all right um yeah we, we so why don't we get into some of these listener emails because yeah. do i get, do I get, I get to read, read these
0: I, yeah I, do you want to read I like, like the, yeah
1: of course yeah. Like, i feel like you're I've welcome been gone back so here. long yeah yeah Go ahead. All right. This one is, is interesting to me. Okay, so Aaron writes, gentlemen, first I want to let you know that I love the podcast. I found you guys right as you were starting the show and have been a listener ever since. See, see this could be some guy that needs some free stuff when we get it. That's what I'm when talking you, about. <laughs> yeah. When you get a chance? I was hoping to get your opinions on a question I had. I currently own a resale contract, 150 points at Saratoga, and was looking to add on at Animal Kingdom. Since I don't currently have perks you know that's quotation mark perks as he says i was weighing buying direct versus resale given the price difference which again could change but you know he's giving us a rather large price difference i want to get your opinion on whether or not would having the perks with a 75 point direct contract or a second resale contract which would be about 40 to 45 more points for the same amount of money basically i'm asking if you guys would rather have perks or 40 to 45 more points a year with no perks Thanks a ton, Aaron. I know what I would want. (laughs) I would want perks. Um, That's me personally. You know, it's funny. I was, was, again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the person this show that it talks an awful lot So just get used to it right now since I've been gone so long.
0: Well, you need to. You got a lot of opinions that have been built up over the past (laughs) couple months that you've got to get them out. Brewing, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, brewing. Yeah, (laughs) but
1: but that being said, you know, listen. Yes, we understand that these perks are not guaranteed. But at the same time, I think that some of the perks, right, because of the way that they're changing the way that they're doing um, where you'll be able to stay going forward, I'm all about having um, regular old direct um, points. I think the difference is, I guess what I was getting at is that when I did the math in my head, my son was actually asking me about it today. We're having a very pleasant conversation about Disney and timeshares and just, just things in general. And we we're kind of talking about it and he kind of want to understand why. And I think what it comes down to is, is that, hey, when, if you can knock out those first, you know, five, seven, 10 years, whatever it ends up being, you know, however it works for you personally, where you're just, it's all gravy. What is it? What does a couple thousand matter here and there, honestly? I mean, that sounds like kind of crass of me to say, but you know, honestly, what does it matter when you're talking about that amount of points? Over fifty years, what does
0: a couple thousand matter, right? It's, yeah. yeah,
1: I'd rather have the perks, especially Aaron, if you don't already have them. I'd rather have them. No yeah. disrespect to anybody else. I think that having, I think the best of both worlds is having a resale contract and having a direct contract.
0: I As someone who has a direct contract and a resale contract, I would, I would agree with that. <laughs> um, I, I personally am a big fan of the perks. I, I like the lounge. I'm the person that's always going up into the lounge. Uh, I'm the person that always wants to go to top of the world, even though uh, the resale people can get into top of the world. Um, but I, I like those perks. I I, I'm a, I mean, they're probably not worth what the price difference is, right? If you like do the math on it, of course, it's probably not going oh, to ever be not. worth it. No, 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 no. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, I like having those perks. I, it's, it's, it's almost like I, I'll, I'll give, I'll tell a small story with this. I remember I, we took my uh, mother-in-law and father-in-law to Disney. Right. And we took them to the top of the world. And when we got up to the top and we're watching the fireworks from there, my father-in-law turns to me who listens to the show. So hi, um, <laughs> and he, and he says, how much did you guys pay for this? <laughs> and that to me was like, okay. Obviously, he recognizes that this is a really special thing that we're doing. This is like a really it makes you feel like a VIP. It makes you feel special. It makes you feel like you're I don't want to say better than one of the regular Disney guests, but that's because that sounds really bad. But it I, I like that feeling. I like the idea of of the uh, of those perks. And it, it just feels different when you go and you have like a you feel like you're a VIP, you know.
1: So so I'm just going to jump in and say, yes, Tom, that does sound very bad. It sounds terrible. Don't be a snooty member. No I'm, one, I'm no a, one no. likes a snooty member. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I mean, if the regular guests would just get out of my way as a special <laughs> VIP, I mean, they're just always in my way. And <laughs> ah. <laughs> just kidding. No emails, please. We're kidding. <laughs> so I don't know, Trevor, what do you think about this? But
2: So it, it, I, it's funny. I think we're all on the same page here that, you know, that the perks are definitely a good thing. And, you know, for, for the same reasons that you said, uh, Damon, you know, over an extended period of time, those extra couple thousand dollars aren't going to make a big difference. But so for myself, you know, you know, my experience was I bought in direct right away and now I've, I've bought a resale contract. So I, yeah, I have the best of both worlds on that front, but I, I think kind of what you're talking about, uh, Tom is, you know, um, it's, it's a perceived happiness. Like it, it's, it's a weird that was, That's a
0: better way to say it than I did. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, a lot so, better way to say it.
2: than I did. <laughs> So, so, he, so the thing is, is that, yeah, you know, the, those perks, you know, they make you happy but at the end of the day, it's, you know, you go to the lounge, you enjoy the lounge, right? You, you go, you do things like top of the world, you get the discounts, like, you know, uh, cause I, it it would be funny to see what
1: the math looks like over 50 years of the discounts. It may actually end up being,
0: that, being worth it eventually.
1: The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, right? Like, I mean, yeah. even if it's a couple hundred dollars, all right. Right. So let's just say it's $200 a year over 50 years. It's kind of a lot of money, isn't it? Well, that's it is. My and, yeah. right? and, is. And is that, and, is that less than, is that less or more than what you're paying in those points? Interestingly enough. Right.
2: Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that, you know, all those things, you know, that that's, um, my wife and I have been talking about this a lot lately because of, um, you know, like, like I've said, you know, um, my, my wife's father passed away. And so we've, we've really been thinking about, you know, a lot of these things, like in life, it's like, you know, if you spend a couple of a couple thousand extra dollars on something and, you know, you're getting the enjoyment out of it, what is the harm in that? Right, like,
1: and I think everyone has a different opinion on that, right? So I would never
2: lead anyone down that
1: path. No, but 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 wouldn't you also say again? I've been out so many episodes. You guys have probably talked this to death, but I mean, (laughs) wouldn't you say with the way that you're going to be able to book at the newer resorts based on direct versus resale going forward, that it's something else that it becomes even a little bit of a larger situation?
2: So so yeah, that that's the other point too is that there, there is there is a bit of an unknown there, right? Because even looking at like, like, you know, how I bought my contract here in January, just for the sake of getting grandfathered in on the current thing they had, which was, you know, how, how you're buying into the new resorts. Um, the thing is, is over the next, you know, 20, 30 years, there can be all kinds of new things that come up that, you know, if you have a direct membership, you're getting grandfathered in, but I guess even, you know, on, on, uh, on resale memberships, they do get grandfathered in as well, but they're already or they're already limited at this point, right? Like, like, we're already past, you know, a couple of very large changes that have happened even just in the past couple of years.
1: Well, and and I think what it kind of boils down to is, is that it, and again, if you buy direct, there's never going to be something that you're missing, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter what happens. Listen, they can take away things, they can add things, they can do this, they can do that. But you're never going to be missing something. That that I think is is for certain people makes a difference, right? Like no matter mm-hmm. what that is, it could be a free Mickey bar. It doesn't matter what it is, right? That's the perception of I am not missing out on anything, except you know Club Thirty Three. But you know, but anyway, <laughs> all being said, right? Yeah. Like I, I, I yeah, think there's course. a perception there. So the the other thing that I always make note of uh, as well as is, is that as you know, since I am buying a house, it's always nice to know that when you buy with Disney Direct, that um, you know it's not hitting your credit report. I don't know. I, yeah, for some people, that's <laughs> for some people, that's something that is important. It, it, yeah, it was important to me. I'll tell you the truth. When, when I was going about doing this, because we were in the process of buying a house at that time as well, um, and you know, it was probably our first house, second house, first house, second house, second house, I think. And um, you know, it was nice not having to worry about that showing up on your you know
2: your report per se.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And and again, honestly, that wasn't even on my radar when I bought into DVC either. Like I, I, again, I think I think that's the other thing too you have to think about is you know we we're all talking about how we see it as important, but Mm -hmm. really at the end of the day is you know we we can't tell any of our viewers you know this is you know. You should do it just. Yeah, you should do uh, it. End plan. of story, right? Like, no, you I, I, gotta I, look I, at your own reasons, right? <laughs> and and I, I, I would
1: take, so let me look at the other side of it for a second then, right? So, yeah. a, a lot of that will have to do with what I would perceive as my regular vacationing, right? So, w- what Aaron's asking is that we're talking about 40 to 45 more points, right? <clears throat> so, the first thing I have to ask is, how many family members do I have? And what is 45 to 45, excuse me, 40 to 45 points get me? Does it get me three more days because I have a small family and I stay in a studio at, you know, okay, see, like what does it get me? Does it get me one more day? If you're telling me it gets me one more day every year because I already have to stay at a two-bedroom, I don't care as much about one day as maybe somebody else might care about three extra days because of their family size. I, I think that comes into effect. It's it's funny, listen, everyone, we love your questions. But again, this is a perfect example as Aaron, like we're giving you kind of some opinions of what we think based on a a lot of things that we have to guess about you. Mm -hmm. You know, please, when you write in questions, the more information that you can give us the the better, you know, sort of answer we can give you back, right? Not knowing Aaron's family size.
2: And and that's not saying like we, we, you guys don't have to write us, you know, every (laughs) little detail (laughs) of your life. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, you know, like like you said, you know, thinking about the situation, actually I'll even relate that back to myself. You know, I, I bought this last contract. Um, we bought it resale, but it was solely with the purpose of, we wanted to actually cross the threshold between, um, for every one of our trips being able to choose between a standard view or a lake view. And so, so the amount of points that we bought actually was what allowed us to change over to, to getting a lake view for our entire stay going forward. And that's interesting,
1: right? Like, because I, yeah. I, 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 me personally, I don't care. I want the the worst view. I want the parking lot with the broken down Winnebago. <laughs> Whatever the yeah. cheapest view is. <laughs> Whatever the cheapest view is. And I, it's funny because again, that's just a difference between Trevor and myself on on how we view the use of our points. And I think those sort of things definitely play into do I need more points or do I want the perks. But I'm sure at some point, Aaron, relates to everything we're saying. Again, as, yeah. as we normally do on this podcast, we talk way too much. So between those <laughs> 17 minutes that we probably spent on this, Aaron, hopefully we've answered your question uh, somewhat.
0: It's, it's funny, Damon. You, I, I'm with you. I don't really I think I, it's my opinion that the only place that a view matters to me is at Animal Kingdom because if you're going to stay in Animal Kingdom, you want a Savannah I, view. I don't want to look here's at the, the parking
1: thing. lot. I say at Animal <laughs> Kingdom all the time. It's yeah. where I've stayed at the most. You know how many times I've, I've done a Savannah view? Zero. Cause I don't care. Well,
2: <laughs> and, and I can
1: walk outside and see them. Am I so lazy? I can't walk outside. I mean,
0: you're not wrong. <laughs> and,
2: and, and for us, you know, the whole difference between the standard and the Lake view is that, um, like on our last trip, we watched the fireworks like five nights from our balcony. Like, because that's I, just I mean, something yeah, we yeah, want to do. Cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, cool. like, you're right. I don't need that. I, I can, you know, go the entire trip without that, but it's something we wanted to do. And that's why, you know, we changed the points so that we could do that. Of course.
1: All right, Aaron, we yeah. love you, but we have to, we have another one here. Yeah, we got, we yes. got lots to talk oh, about more. this episode. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So now this one's, oh, I'm going to keep going. Tra- yeah, no, Sorry, fine. Trevor. You can I'm, re- I'm in, yeah, I'm it. in. All do right, it. Robert, <clears throat> guys, I want to start off by saying I love the dynamics of your team. You guys sound like you have known each other since high school, which would be... Like me and Tom might have, right? We could have. I guess, I guess that possible. could have been we lived in the same state. Trevor, yeah, that would did. have been tough. I don't even think you guys call it high school there, do you? It's high school, yes. Okay, we'll you, we'll Wait, what comes after high school though? University, right? That's College nice. or university, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, so it makes it very easy to listen. Uh, it might have been t- tougher to listen the past few without me. I get it. And it's, it's okay, Robert. Ouch. But, uh, I became a DVC member last summer and found your podcast on my drive back from Disney World. I'm sorry you found it on the drive back instead of the drive there, but that's okay. I also became an annual pass holder on my last trip back in January, something that you know, i personally damon has not done um i missed trevor by a couple days before he arrived i have started a disney info and travel tips blog I was wondering if you could if if i could have permission to mention your podcast in future blog posts of course you can i have nothing but praise and would never have anything negative to speak about you when it comes to welcome home we appreciate that um, I think I can skip some of the rest of it. My blog is very young, and I'm working on adding a post today. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so w- what is his... Again, I'm looking at it's, this it's rundown that he wrote. Wait, it, w- where is it? Is the one... I see St- what Steve hosts, but where's Robert hosts?
0: Um, yeah, did I, see? Did I, did I accidentally cut uh, that out? My well, goodness.
2: Well, you asked, <laughs> he asked the question about mentioning us on his podcast, which... Or yeah. is his blog. Yeah, on, on blog. Blog. Yeah, his blog. But now I want We're to sorry, know yeah.
0: what his blog is. I'm sorry. That's my fault for somehow accidentally cutting that out. Hold on a sec. <laughs> all
2: right. So, so, so we Tom can, we will can be providing a yes. link to the blog for everybody to <laughs> view later. <laughs> he, his,
0: okay. The, the, name, the name of his blog is, uh, is uh, Tomorrowland Traveler. Oh, nice. A, the I Tomorrowland Traveler. Okay. You know so, we I'll have to go there, right? Yeah.
2: That, it sounds nice. That sounds like something that I would read on my lunch break. So...
1: Okay,
2: yeah. there,
0: there we go. So, yeah, yes. so it's the uh, dot So check that out, uh, listeners of our show. Uh, Robert's a, a longtime listener, so he, he's a he's a good guy. So check out his new blog. We I, there's no question in there. We just wanted to promote Robert's blog
1: <laughs> and and to and to let Damon know that I don't know how to spell traveler. Okay, now I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there and I like it. All right, All there right. we go. And thank you again for uh, you know talking about city. Again, this is Tom's fault, but we still
0: like him. It is Tom's fault.
1: All right, the last one here. Steve writes, I just found your podcast recently and love it. We bought into DVC in 2015, and it's been hard to find a regular podcast that talks about it. So thanks for doing it. No problem. (laughs) Now, we also know that Steve hosts a Disney Cruise Line podcast called DCL Podcast. Nice. So you should go listen to that as well my my two partners here in crime, wait, right? neither one of you have actually been on a cruise?
0: Not yet. No,
1: nope. Horrible.
2: Horrible. Horrible. It won't happen, unfortunately. Oh, and that's I've right. We've talked, yeah. yes, we've, <laughs> we've talked about this. We've been down
0: this road, I feel like. Yep. I, I want to go on one soon, but I just... Wow, uh... so I, I just have been
1: over to his site, and he's been running this, this thing since 2016. Kudos, kudos. A so DCL wait, podcast? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's been, uh, he's been doing it for a couple of years now, so... started around the same time as we did
1: oh nice okay so we need so then we need steve and robert to actually come on the podcast with us so you have an open invitation you can work that out with tom but we'd love to have you both on Mm -hmm. you can promote you both of your things a little bit more um as well as kind of chatting with us and i always like to talk to somebody about disney cruise lines even though i'm buying a new house and i'm probably not going to be going for a few years (laughs) that all being said
0: steve has also been gracious enough to invite us on his podcast as well so
1: yeah you can invite these two you can invite me <laughs> He invited just me but you know i, I was so you generous. can talk to tom so you can talk to tom about how he's never been <laughs> <laughs> i could talk
0: about how a use of points for cruises is a
1: bad idea <laughs> and, and i and i i'm starting to disagree with that oh, wow. i am truly starting to disagree with that line of reasoning um and again this could have its own discussion around it but um I'll just leave it at that for now. We have way too many things to (laughs) talk about. Another topic for
0: another day. Yeah,
2: we'll save that for a future podcast.
0: (laughs) When we have Steve on the podcast. Yes, there we go. Yes, Steve Steve and Robert are both welcome. And and listen, uh, listeners of the show, if you have something that you want us to talk about, we are willing to talk about your thing on our show. We, you know, if you're a listener of this show. We're not haters. No. Not at all. We and other podcasts like we don't you know, there's enough room for a, a bajillion Disney podcasts because there are a lot of them, but there's not a lot of DVC ones. And, uh, you know, so we've got we've got that one nailed down with a couple other ones out there. So <laughs> um, but but please, you know, if, if there's something that you're promoting that's Disney, uh, you know, oriented, please let us know. We're, we're happy to talk about it. So, yeah, let's talk about the Riviera. Okay, because you've been gone and a lot of things have come out since you've been gone. And I'm curious if, A, if with the new changes, if you're still interested in Riviera and B, just what your general thoughts are now that we've seen more pictures.
1: I don't know. I'm looking at your rundown, though, and I I get bored when I get to the the third part. So let's.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, first of all, let's let's talk. So before Disney can sell any of the DVC rooms at. Uh, at Riviera which they haven't done yet they had to declare uh, some of those rooms uh, and we have talked we talked about this what two podcasts ago Trevor maybe oh, where yeah. we talked about without me yeah. talked- sounds like boring <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the whole de- declaring rooms and-, and why people could book cash right now but at Riviera but they couldn't book uh book with points and that's because none of the rooms had been declared and none of the rooms have been sold i mean none of the points have been sold yet and so now we we see that uh there's been a declaration out there which means that sales are going to start very soon for riviera which is good um but basically what's been declared so far nine of the two-person tower studios eight deluxe studios seven one bedroom 18 two bedrooms 23 lock off two bedrooms and four grand villas so those are the only rooms you're going to be able to book right now with points that's what's going to be available once these are purchased here. Um the thing I thought was interesting was the they also, you know, had to put out what the average points and this is annualized, right? So this is not what it's going to be all the time. Obviously it's going to fluctuate by season and by weekends and things like that. But a tower studio would be 15 points, deluxe studio with a standard view 20 points, deluxe studio preferred view 24. One-bedroom standard view 40, one-bedroom preferred view 47, two-bedroom standard view 54, two-bedroom preferred view 65, and a grand villa 134. So when we
1: go back to Aaron's discussion, right, where if he's getting a one-bedroom, he's literally talking about getting one extra night
0: over perks. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. But so so that's I thought that was interesting uh, because I was interested to see where the the tower studios were going to be priced. But again, this doesn't tell us a lot because it's an average, right? So there could be some seasons where it's 10 a night, you know? You're
2: now you're getting crazy, but go ahead. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, though that, that, that was just
0: crazy talk. In my tower
2: be. studio, though, that's pretty low. But again, that's that weird yeah. two bedroom like so it's, it's like it, living in New York, for two person. If you're yeah. from New York,
1: yeah. we like yeah. that's fine.
0: Yeah, what so, did you think of those rooms? Did you check those out, Damon? Because that I did. was since yeah. What do you, What do you think of those?
1: I mean, it's fine for me. Like I said, so the Riviera in general, like, is something that I'm looking at. Uh, you know. It's difficult for me to say. I'm still on the fence about what I want to do. Um, you know, again, I'm at 170 points. Um, I'm I'm a little bit on the fence. I I still have yet to have a problem booking at this long 11 month window. To be honest with you guys, like I I don't see there's not a true benefit for me yet. Like even for Thanksgiving when I booked, I mean I booked at Saratoga I, and I i'll be at riviera at some point but i don't think i care enough to to purchase points at a newer resort honestly
0: especially with the restrictions on it right i mean well well, what restrictions are we talking about well if if you decided to resell it at some point if you decided to sell that contract it's probably going to have a depressed value just based on the fact that whoever you sold it to would only be able to stay at riviera and nowhere else
1: so so I don't ever think like that right so that's fair yeah. I, I think end of contract for me i don't ever necessarily think about selling my contract again i just the way i feel i just don't see that ever happening i'd sit on a contract and rent points before i ever sold it because i think that's actually a more cost-effective way to do it that all being said um i i just i just don't see it for me just yet you know what i mean like i i mean i want to stay there but I don't think I'm going to have a problem staying there when I want to. Like, again, the only problem I've had so far, and again, it's not even a problem, it's Thanksgiving. I booked out Saratoga at 11 months. You know, I don't even think I waitlisted Animal Kingdom yet. But you know if I wait it, I'll get it, even at Thanksgiving. It's just a matter of if I do it or not. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I don't even have any shame in that. I know I'll yeah. get it. Like, I will figure out a way. But I don't even think I'm going to, to be honest with you, because just the, the change in points anyway. So I think I'll end up staying at Saratoga. What I've realized is, you, know, you guys may be in a different position than I'm in, but I travel with friends all the time, right? But what does it matter if we're two different places? Honestly, it doesn't really matter. to yeah, just be in the so, parks, or yeah, and, and yeah. We we've gone so often that we actually don't even book our fast passes together anymore. If they happen to overlap, great. We book all our dining together, but like we don't book our fast passes together. So, you know, I I love the look of the Riviera. I really, really do. Um, but I don't know if I need to buy there but I do like it.
2: Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. I, I, I feel the same way you do. Like it's like, that's why I bought more points at the poly is that, you know, it keeps everything together for, you know, me booking 11 months and all that. But like the whole thing about the Riviera is I feel like it'd be kind of, you know, I try it once and then. Yeah. Like it, I, I, I don't know. I, it's <laughs> Yeah,
1: I think what, what I'm looking at, again, I'm, I'm definitely tangenting here a little bit is what I'm looking at point wise is, you know, again, my kids are already in high school and things like that, right? So I either got to go and say, hey, listen, my kids will be out of school soon. You know, they won't have the kids of their own yet. They're probably going to be like, well, you know, we're all not coming with you. We got jobs, right? And I don't need any more points or i take the flip side effect of that and say you know what why don't i just go in and get enough points so i can start taking grandkids and families and all that sort of fun good stuff right i don't know the answer to that just yet so that's why i'm kind of hedging my bets a little bit um and kind of seeing where i end up that makes that makes total sense so, yeah that's fair
0: yeah so, i mean i i think that's a smart move to do and i i i get that um I you know, mean, from- would I
1: stay in the Tower Studio with just me and my wife if we were going? Heck yeah! And do I do I plan on doing that at some point? Yeah. So another interesting tidbit about myself. So let's see, my oldest is now fifteen. Um, since we have, since my wife has been pregnant, we have never gone on a vacation without our kids. So that's going on sixteen years. I, I refuse. <laughs> I absolutely refuse.
2: That's... I, I
1: love my kids an awful lot. I always want to be with them. I I do not go on vacation without them. So it, it changes kind of my view at what I would see. You know, you know what I mean. Like because again, I'm always one bedroom guy. Like my my daughter sleeps on whatever we can <laughs> find for her to sleep on. <laughs> um, if that's a cot, if that's a closet, you know. So that's kind of where I am with that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I want to stay there, but I, I don't think I need to buy points there to stay eleven months out.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a pretty nice sized resort. I, I I think the initial. I think if you were going to try to do it next year, I feel like you might might have a challenge just based on proximity to well, Star might. Wars at all. Right. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> what, yeah, you you we'll have an issue. He will. Yeah, will. <laughs> right. yeah. Damon's got the magic touch. He's yeah. <laughs> He always gets everything he wants. So I yeah. I did just book Animal Kingdom at seven months two days ago. But <laughs> it's neither here nor there. Um. But you know. It, I think next year is probably going to be tough and the first couple of years of Star Wars land might be a challenge, but people cancel reservations every day. I mean, it's not... But, but why do
1: you think that's going to be a challenge at this resort?
0: Just I, because, because of, it's, of proximity? its proximity to Epcot
2: yeah. and Hollywood Studios.
0: Yeah. I, and uh, I, th- I would actually argue that maybe over the next five years with how much is opening at Epcot and how much is opening at Hollywood Studios over the next five years. I, I, again, do you guys care that much about that? Like, I mean,
1: I look at it like this. I'm gonna probably I'm gonna spend time at every park, so I'm gonna have a day where I'm close, a day where I'm far. Those days all intertwine. Like that doesn't matter to me.
0: I get that because, and that's that's kind of you know your feeling on things. And I, I, for me, I don't value the proximity to the parks really either like i you know we like staying in animal kingdom which is far from everything except for animal kingdom right so and and that doesn't bother us too much we we prefer to stay at a place that we want to stay at you know it it, we do like staying at like wilderness lodge because or you know boulder ridge copper creek because it's you know a quick boat ride over to magic kingdom but that's really the only time we actually care about that for the most part you know like you said you're always going to be a distance from another park there's nowhere you can stay where you're close to every park right <laughs> cuz even when exactly. you're staying at magic kingdom you're kind of far from everything too mm-hmm. so but
1: and it, and it's funny as a different ages of kids you know you start to realize that there's different parks for different ages of kids as well as different parks for what kids enjoy more
2: yeah that that's the thing is that yeah your 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 priorities shift in that kind of that can govern where you stay too. But uh, I was going to ask both of you. So when you guys go, you both rent or you or you either drive down so you have a car or you rent a car, Yeah, correct? I always have drive. a car. We have yeah, we so, drive. so I, I guess from my standpoint, because I always fly in and I never rent a car when I'm there, I'm always making use of the transportation. So for me, like Riviera is attractive because of the gondola system. Like that's something where, you know, but
1: but hold on a second. You're using transportation for what? Just between parks.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't drive. I don't ever drive to the
0: park. Once once my car gets there, my car doesn't move until we exactly.
1: (laughs) Right. And Tom, it gets so hot that it almost is like, it's like when you're, you know, your oven's kind of dirty. And you just you you set the clean mode and walk away. <laughs> yeah, like that's what everything. happens with your car. Yeah. yeah, like it's like, wow, my car doesn't really smell so good. The kids have been there That's okay. Leave it in the Florida sun for a week by itself doing nothing. It will smell fine when you get back. <laughs> Especially okay, if you have so,
0: leather seats. Oof. Yep, exactly.
2: <laughs> okay, so yeah, yes. I, I was assuming like you were using your car to go no, to the different never. parks because you know that saves no. on on you know using the bus or whatever, but I guess yeah, if you if you're still we using Disney transportation, we have a blast on the bus.
0: I don't mind the bus at all. <laughs> I
1: have an absolute blast on the bus.
2: I'll tell you the honest truth. I like so, the bus, so I'm I'm good with the bus. We actually have, and I'll admit that too. We have some great conversations. I've met some cool people talking on the bus. The only time I don't like it is when, and this is just me being a fool, is like I left Hollywood Studios right after Fantasmic. And, you know, you got to wait for, like, three or four buses before you actually get on the bus. But that's more on me because, you know, I left at the wrong time. Because night shows are stupid.
0: Because <laughs> night shows uh, are stupid. Yeah, see, yeah. Damon never deals with that because he's not in the park after 8 o'clock. Well, so, Well, <laughs> I-
1: I'm, I'm at the park at, like, 6 in the morning now. But, yeah, that's I'm sure. never at the park at 8, 8, 8 dead dark,
2: yeah. And, and t- <laughs> to contend with that, yeah, yeah, you know, I I watch the fireworks in Magic Kingdom. But I watch them from my balcony. So I'm not, like, yeah, I, I see your point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i i don't know i i don't mind disney transportation honestly i I've, i, I see that. a lot of people complain about the buses and you know to sit down anyway like why well, why am i upset about yeah. sitting down and, I, and with and air it, conditioning yeah
2: <laughs> and i was gonna say i guess it, like my my point more again back to the riviera is that it's it's not even so much about you know taking buses or anything it's i i'm more interested in trying all the different methods of transportation like oh yeah it's It's kind of like one of those things where, you know, it gives me a reason to say, oh, you know, we can just hop on the gondola and go over to Hollywood Studios. Like I, I just want to do that. It's not that I have any, you know, complicated reason beyond that. I just want to say that I did it.
0: Well, it's to your point, you know, we are my family is, is always one that has viewed the monorail as a ride as opposed to a method of transportation. And we're going to view the gondolas the same way, you know, like there's been times that we've kind of had like this weird, like half hour between, you know, dinner and, and, and when we're in the park and there's nothing we can really do in that amount of time. And we've just gone on the monorail loop and just gone around for a half hour. Like we've done that before, (laughs) like it's a ride, (laughs) you know? So that's just kind of how we, we see things. So I'll do the same thing Trevor. I'm just going to get on the gondola as like a ride every once in a while. (laughs) So, but yeah, yeah i i I don't even know where this conversation started oh (laughs) (laughs) um
2: riviera was where we started that's
0: right right. we were talking about the
1: Riviera. so yeah oh my gosh i think i think we we beat that though we beat that i think we're good with that now right yeah yeah
0: i mean i i feel the same way you do about it where i'm not running out to buy it I, i mean i'll definitely stay there at some point um, but I, I don't really feel like there's a need for me to buy there. I, I, I mean, I, I think it's going to sell well. I, regardless of the restrictions, I still think people are going to buy. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll and have to and
2: see. and again, th- this is all of us sitting here as you know, we already have our DVC figured out and and yeah. all that, so it's very easy to say that because, you know, we're we're already all in, right? So, well, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I also <laughs> think that nobody buys DVC with the intention to ever sell it. You know what I mean? Obviously there's there's situations that come up where, you know, you, you might have to, right? Because of financial issues or your, you know, life changes, things like that. So I, I mean, I could see that, um, but you know, how many times have we had DVC Resale Market on here and they say DVC is not an investment. DVC is not an investment, right? Obviously you don't want to lose money on these things, but like kind of to what Damon was saying, like if you're worried about it, then just rent the points out instead of selling it. And you'll, you know, you can make those dues back by renting points out. I mean, you know, there's there's other things you can do uh, to avoid that. But I, I don't know. I also know several people that bought at one resort and only ever stay at that resort so for some people that's not going to matter maybe they want to stay at riviera every single time they go you know i don't know yeah Very yeah true. that's true so i mean there's plenty of people that just i mean, like trevor we've talked we've talked about this before you you st- have stayed at Polly every time you go i mean you, you want to branch out at some point but um you know you, maybe you stay at Polly forever you never intend to stay anywhere else yeah so
2: you're right i i can't say what i will do in five years I don't think that far ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's exactly right. So, um yeah. but I mean, listen, this is a good step. Uh, this is a a good thing that they're they've declared uh, some rooms because that means uh, they're gonna start selling them very soon here. so uh, and I know a lot of people have been wondering what those point charts are gonna look like. They've been wondering what the you know price per point's gonna be. and I mean we we should know those things really, really soon. in fact, I mean, I could see it happening i mean by the time this episode comes out i mean it might happen this coming week we we, we could hear more about it and, and people can start buying if they want to so
2: yeah i I personally can't see it going any longer than like beginning of april
0: but no yeah i can't yeah. imagine yeah all right so anything else about the riviera before we uh we talk about our friends uh, dvc resale market nope nope i'm good <laughs> all right well, let's do this ad for for our buddies over at uh, dvc resale market so DVC Resale Market is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 11 former Disney Vacation Club guides and two former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. You've heard uh, Derek on the show. You've heard Marissa on the show. Uh, They'll answer your questions. Somebody else will answer your questions over there. They have uh, a ton of people over there uh, willing to answer your questions. Uh, if you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days, and nearly 3,000 contracts were sold in 2018 alone. So these guys are the pros. They're the experts. They have sold 3,000 contracts just last year. Uh, they will help you uh, through your purchase or if you're looking to sell your contract. So go to DVCResellMarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's one 1-844- 844 Three eight two seven seven six seven. Let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Uh, you know we we love to hear that our listeners are calling them, and we hear from DVC Resale Market all the time that you guys are calling and saying that you heard heard about them from us. So please let them know that Welcome Home sent you. That's important to us, and it's important to them too. So again, that's DVC Resale Market dot com or one eight four four DVC Pros. So yeah, please check them just, out.
2: I was going to say just to to further. Um, emphasize that that you know that they've been great um we finished uh or we did all of our closing documents on our contract just this last week and uh yeah everyone over there um so yeah i mean Derek and marissa they've been wonderful but there is so many more staff there that are supporting them as well just you know you know i I can't endorse these guys enough.
0: Like I agree. They're awesome. They respond quickly to all your questions. You know, they're, they're just great. The title company they work with is great. They just move as quickly as they can and they help you with anything you need. So, um yeah definitely you know we always say support the people that support us they are a huge supporter of the show they have been here since the very beginning if you go back and listen to episode like three nick cotton is on here talking about dvc resale so uh they've been with us for for years now and and we appreciate uh appreciate them and uh so check them out yeah guys let's let's talk epcot oh boy i love epcot well uh, <laughs> i want to love epcot but, so. <laughs> i want to love epcot more um, yeah. <laughs> so um lots of epcot news came out i know damon you're an epcot guy right you're you're a big epcot guy i'm an epcot food guy yeah well i mean but you know you you like i mean just the park too right i mean i like the park okay well we had a couple announcements come out uh first of all the wonders of life pavilion those of you that are You know maybe new to disney maybe don't know about the wonders of life pavilion that existed for you know a a long time there and then shut down and has basically been sitting empty for years now and occasionally they use it for special events i I think they use it for like food and wine and for uh flower and garden and stuff like that but they've now announced finally that they're going to be doing something with this they're going to be turning it into a, a play pavilion and basically, uh, so those of you that don't know where this is, it's, it's kind of, um, in between where Ellen used to be. I mean, and, um, where, uh, uh, mission Shaviteer. space here, what's that <laughs> shed a tear shed a tear that's right pour one out for <laughs> for ellen and her for ride. ellen and her uh yeah that's right but um <laughs> but so that big golden dome that's kind of tucked back there this is going to turn into uh basically it's a play city is what they're calling it And it looks a lot like rec- the last wreck and ralph movie to me yeah um, yeah uh, i thought
2: that too it, it has that like internet city kind of thing going on with it
0: yeah. And, and so let me I'll give you a quote here from uh, from Walt Disney Imagineering. This innovative new pavilion is beyond anything we've ever created and it's completely u- completely unique to Epcot built on the power of play. It introduces an immersive and interactive city where you can explore, create and interact with some of your favorite Disney characters. This is an experience worthy of our bold vision for Epcot and another sign- signature element of our transformation uh, transformation. So I was looking at this, by the way, and I felt like it it almost felt like Disney Quest 2.0 to me. I don't, did you, did anybody else get that or no? No, 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 no. The, I, 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 I don't, I don't
2: want to set it up like that. I
0: don't want to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like this is like the next iteration of like, Oh, this feels like a people eater. That's going to be oh, it's totally super boring.
2: Dude, I,
1: I <laughs> but was going like to say video
0: that, game guy, right? Well, I mean, yeah, well,
1: but this, well, no, wait, it, wait, wait, where where was the paint thing? Wait, where am I? I have to, and I have uh, to start c- a
2: color pavilion thing. The, yeah, the, where you get like, interventions interventions yeah
1: yeah it, it feels like it's gonna be like that which is like
2: uh I
0: don't know.
2: yeah <laughs> so so the way the vibe i get from it is yeah it's it's definitely like it, if you look at interventions interventions is on life support at this point it's it, it needs to go it's away. It's pretty and, much and, empty. It's yeah, empty. And and, yeah. and the problem. The coolest is, part is that, about
1: it was the roller coaster stuff. Let's be
2: honest. That yeah. was awesome. Those were. Cool. Yeah. Once once they took the virtual reality coaster out, it was you know there wasn't much there to to play around with. The problem with interventions is that the way it was framed was you know it was always the newest technology, which of course you know within side of two years that like it was already out of date, and there was no way that they could sustainably keep updating interventions. Yep. This to me sounds like they're they're taking that concept and they're reshifting it to, you know, just that, you know, an interactive pavilion, a place where, you know, kids can go play, kids can can interact with things and like you said, Damon, it's it's a people eater. It's you know It's
1: gonna be like the the Curious George part of the park in Universal. Yeah. Right? Like I feel like you can send a whole lot of kids through it and it's totally nothing special, but because it's at Disney, it's gonna eat people right like i mean that's what it's going to do because it's just it's it's you know what it makes me feel like it makes me feel like it's going to be like the end of test track you know times 5
2: or i, I was going to say actually even like <laughs> spaceship earth like they have all the the yeah. games yeah, yeah. and stuff at the bottom of spaceship earth and yeah the, to me the, this is very much that um if you think about it i know epcot is more centered on you know, more adult kind of experiences, but this feels like, you know, Epcot's really been needing a place for, you know, people want to go there with their kids, like their young, young kids. And yeah, like it, it's, it, it's kind of like Fantasyland, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm hoping though, you know, this, you know, this is an experience worthy of our bold vision for Epcot. Um, I, I, I mean, I hope it's kind of cool. Right. Like, I mean, I, again, I'm on the fence here, right? I'm well, not even on the fence. I'm behind the fence going, yeah, I don't think so. But <laughs> I'm hopeful, right? I'm always hopeful. I peek over that fence and see that green grass, and that green grass is being grown you know, hydroponically, you know, through some sort of, you know, <laughs> new nutrient land. system. Yeah. Right. Like, that's at the <laughs> land. Yeah. That's living with the, the land. land right. <laughs> so, a little hydroponic grass. And yeah, I just feel like, um, I, I don't know. I feel like. I, It might be great, but I'm really, really not all that, I don't know. I just don't feel good about it. I don't feel like it's going to be something that I'm going to want to do. Like, you know, Trevor, you know, maybe you were saying, I think it might be something for younger kids or it might be something like that, you know, but we shall see.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm where I'm really, you know, I want to be excited about it, but I, after seeing what happened with interventions and, you know, even like you said, Tom Disney quest, the problem yeah. is, is that Disney you know, Quest was awesome for a few years, though. Yeah, oh, it was awesome. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, know, it I, was, I, it was. Right, I, hey. I have such rose-colored glasses for Disney Quest. Like it was, it was paradise to me. The, the best was the, the raft <laughs> ride. Let's be honest, the raft ride to me was the best. Um, that tied with the pirate one for me. So okay, yeah but but yeah that's the problem right is you know i'm i'm worried that you know they're going to release this pavilion and yeah for the first you know year or two it's cool. going to suck everybody in and then it'll be just like you know end of test track or end of uh um spaceship earth where there's like you know, five people in there because <laughs> the novelty wears off and the technology just, well, and I think again, that was, doesn't keep up,
1: right? It was an interesting part of time. I think that Disney Quest was so innovative in terms of what they were trying to accomplish. And even though they didn't necessarily hit it 100%, it was so different and so new that it was, it, it, could, it had a little bit more sustainability to it. Um, you know, kind of like The Void, I think, you know, again, like, The Void's so awesome that like it's got some sustainability built around it, you know, so I I don't, again, I'm being pessimistic here. I'm I'm hoping they can do something similar because if you were to tell me, oh, they're going to do this thing called The Void and it's going to be, you know, it's a lot better than than I truly thought it would be. Um, So I think that, you know, I have to give these people the benefit of the doubt and, and say that maybe they will come up with something that is as cool as what we originally thought Disney Quest was.
0: Well, and that's kind of why I say Disney Quest 2.0, because I I, see I look at this and I do feel like they're trying to do something kind of bold here. And I, I do feel like this is kind of like The Void in that it's more updatable based on what they're doing. Like, it seems to me like they'll be able to, you know, almost it's like they can plug in a new a new thing, you know, pretty quickly without having to worry about falling behind. You know what I mean? I, like, if they have a new movie, if they have new characters, they can. I feel like this environment that they're building, they'll be able to bring in those new characters well, you, and new experiences so, so and quickly, you know?
1: So, 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 let me tell you what would, yeah. would do it for me. Okay. That there is something here that would actually do it for me. You give me true, honest to goodness holograms, which is possible these days, right? You give yeah. me holograms in this thing, I'm on board. Well, if- they did. They did file a
0: patent for real holograms, and we assumed it was for Star Wars Land, but it could be for this too.
2: You give me real holograms here, I'm on board. And yeah, I, I and I guess yeah, kind, kind of to that point is you know you're talking about swapping things in out in and out. I was thinking more like you know that was where interventions fell down was that they couldn't swap the technology in and out, but they don't need to swap the technology here. It's, it's character interactions. Right. And yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, the amount of characters that, you know, you know, you start off with, you know, the, the fab five, but then you, you know, you can expand it to Ducktales. You can go to whatever, you know, Coco, news yeah. movie, whatever is coming out. Right. Like, absolutely. Like, yeah, you're right. I, I guess that, that makes a little more sense and hopefully makes this into something more sustainable that people will, want to go back there more than once it won't be a you know oh i saw that last time i don't need to see it again right well
0: and that's you know to your point the the intervention stuff it was all like physical stuff right it was like The you know, how do you update all these machines and like without a huge refurbishment? It's and that's why I compare it to the Void in that in that case where it's like, oh, we want to do a Wreck and Ralph thing? It's like, okay, we'll just upload a Wreck and Ralph thing. Like it's not you know what I mean? They didn't have to refurbish anything. They just had to, you know, animate all that stuff and and there you go, you have a new experience. And that's kinda how I feel like this is set up. And plus they make it they made it like amorphous, like it's it's a city, right? It's So it could be, anybody could show up in a city, right? It's not yeah. like a specific location. It's like the city of the future that you're going to interact with. So that's kind of why I was thinking, I, I was looking at this and I was like, A, I'm super psyched that they're doing something with that pavilion. Um, you know, am I sad that a, it went away in the first place, and, and B, that they didn't bring it back the way it was. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I get why they just didn't bring it back. Like, you know, people just don't, don't want to see the same thing that, you know, was there I- before. That. I have no ties to it. So
2: yeah, to me, yeah. this is all gravy. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, so it's all, and,
0: and you know, listen, it's a previously unused space that was just sitting empty. I mean, it's, it's again, kind of what Damon was saying. It's a people leader. It's, it, it's going to help with the crowds, um, but, and it could be one of those cool things. I guess I'm on the opposite end of this where like if I, at the end of mission space, right. When you c- go out there and they have like the interactive games where you have like a team of people and you're competing against another team. Like, I love that. I, I, every time we come out of that ride, like I want to stop and I want to play and I want to compete against other people. And I, I think that that kind of stuff is fun. And if they do that kind of thing, then I, you know, I would really like this. I would go out of my way to check it out and, and see what it's like. Um, you know, if they make it super, you know, kid centric, like, and you know, maybe maybe I won't be into it. Maybe I will. I'm a very childish human being, but um, <laughs> uh, but. I don't know. I'm excited for this. I saw it and I I thought it looked kind of cool. And if they really are trying to do something different and and ground big, you know, like whenever they throw those PR quotes out, it's always like, we're doing something we've never done before. They they always kind of throw that kind of stuff out, even if it's not necessarily true. Um, But I I hope that they are doing something really, you know, unique here and something really different. I think it could be a great addition to Epcot. Uh, Although, you know, a lot of people will be upset with the infiltration, continued infiltration of characters to Epcot. But you know we're there already okay it's you know what the seal's been broken on that one okay we're so okay
2: someone's gonna hate me for this but you know they put frozen in there so you have to let it go
0: Uh, oh man yeah
2: i did that accept it i'm sorry (laughs) but wow (laughs) yes it was terrible but (laughs) yeah you're right but no it's okay you know it yeah epcot is not exclusive or it's not a non-character park anymore you you can't it hasn't been that way for a while actually like it really hasn't yeah
0: so some other things that are coming to the park too that they announced and i don't think we talked about this last episode trevor right because i don't think this came out yet about the entrance no
2: it it didn't and i'm super excited for this
0: (laughs) yeah this is great too so they're getting rid of the tombstones (laughs) <laughs> the tombstones are leaving. Um, so the leave a legacy tombstones at the entrance are going to be moved to another location. So they're not getting rid of them completely. If you paid for one of those, you know, when they, you when they did them, them, you can still find it somewhere, but we don't have to look at them anymore. When we're walking in, they're going to make it, uh, you know, filled with, it looks like gardens and, and the, it looks like the fountain is going to be closer to the, to the original. Uh, when, when you came in, it looks like they're almost going for like a retro field to this entrance, which is mm-hmm. awesome.
2: Yeah, just you know it, yeah like you said a very nice open space you know it has the garden and everything but but it's open it's not having to weave through all these weird monument things which
0: yeah <laughs> the tombstones <laughs> yeah
2: and, and- the other important thing about this is the fact that they're redoing the um, entrance. I, I talked about this on, on a we, previous we, episode. We
0: were just complaining about this last episode yeah. about how bad the security is at the beginning Yeah,
2: you of know, the, the fact that, you know, if you ride the monorail, you have to do double security. I hate that. I hate that, you know, you go through it at, at the transportation ticket center or wherever you get on the monorail. And then you have to, uh, you have to get off and then you line up with everybody else to get through. Like, I, I hope that part of this redesign is that they move things so that, you know, coming off of the monorail, you can just go straight to the entrance and they've got, you know, security off to the side there. I would love if they would do that.
0: <laughs> kind of seems like that's what they're doing. And they're they're doing those security upgrades now. And, and that's a concerted effort. They're doing this at all the parks, by the way. They're building a new security checkpoint at um hollywood studios right now they just filed permits to do uh, a new tram stop at um animal kingdom which we don't have on the list today but that's because it's you know
2: and it's it's, a covered tram stop too so that's important
0: (laughs) yeah and all these bag checks are also covered and a lot more permanent and a lot larger so i this is this is a good thing to me i'm i'm excited about these changes i i love the look of the if they make it anywhere near what that looks like it's going to really Set an amazing stage when you're walking into the park instead of seeing those, uh, those you know, tombstone things. So, yeah, yeah. and
1: it... I, I like those tombstone things. I don't do know. you really, man? I like anything like that. Disney, you know, I have a stone in the transportation center, right? Like, I love that. Oh, thing. you have one oh, geez. Of, like, Where the bricks?
0: You have one of the bricks?
1: I do have one the of the pavers, bricks. It... whatever. they yeah. Are. Um, it is, it's in the transportation center. It is, oh, gosh, you. I have a picture of it somewhere with the number and all that good stuff. And they actually have a certificate that you got when you actually bought it.
2: Well, now um, I have to find it when I'm there in November. So.
1: Okay, I'll have to dig up what the number is because I think they're numbered, right? Aren't they yeah. all numbered? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the number and the picture of it. And it was, I actually got it after my grandparents passed away um, in their name. And what is interesting is, is I have a picture of like my two boys sitting next to it um, when we went there. But it's, it's nice. I Aww. like that. Yeah, I like that. That's so cool. I, I'm, I'm all about anything like that that happens in the parks. I enjoy that sort
2: of stuff. So, so, so you're, you're sad. I like the leaving. tombstones. Yeah, oh, yeah, I am. I like those. So I, I, I like that too. I just I don't like how they did the tombstones is my biggest beef is that they and again, it, it's just really dated. Like when you look at the pictures they were using, you know, it's, it's technology from like, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Whereas, you know, <laughs> but, the, I think the pavers are a little more timeless. And, yeah, but,
1: and, but you know what I like about the tomb, tombstone is that they're not like a picture, right? Like, I don't know if I want my picture there, right? Like, it's like a licensed picture. Do I really want my licensed picture up there? Eh, it only looks good for a few years. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, that's my licensed picture? I think the nice part about those is it's like, it's just that silhouette sort of feel. And a silhouette never really goes out of style. That's me.
0: That's I get my it. opinion. I don't mind the actual <laughs> pictures on them. I guess I just mind the structures that they're on and as you're walking oh, in. They're I, awesome. you... I, I feel like they looked cool in the nineties. I just feel like it's time for a different something different. <laughs> but Yeah. I see this is why we miss Damon, is for that minority opinion on things like well, that. No, you mean you mean the right
2: opinion in my minority <laughs> opinion. It's Gosh. it's a different point of view, right? And, and yeah. again that's why we, we all yeah, we we all see this differently and you know, I'm I'm sure people are mad at me because I said, you know, I'm I'm glad to see them go away because yeah. I I just don't like them. That that I've never <laughs> had an attachment to them. Even the even the pavers, I love. Like I walking from the Polynesian to the transportation ticket center, I stop and look at those pavers. I look at the names and everything. The tombstones, though, I walk right by them. I don't have any uh, desire to to go and look at them.
1: <laughs> oh, I do, and it's funny. You know, I think one of the things is you know as we kind of. Bring this back around of what, you know, <clears throat> I guess Robert was saying, too. You know, we're the three of us are at all kind of different parts of our life, too. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have three kids, one in high school. Trevor, how old is your son again?
2: Uh, He's 10. So we're just getting out of elementary and into junior high in the next year or two here exactly and then you know tom has has a new one so i
1: think it it brings a different perspective and i think this is actually why this works so well yeah because i know there's a lot of other podcasts where everyone's kind of in the same sort of family dynamic and we are not (laughs) right we are definitely not (laughs) definitely not (laughs) and and i think that makes it kind of fun because our opinions are different based on that you know different sort of dynamic
0: nobody wants to listen to a podcast where everyone just agrees with each other all the time so That's (laughs) that's boring we need to disagree occasionally. That's true. Well, we just disagree all the time, which is fine, too. I mean, which is good, too. <laughs> yeah, which is good, too.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. It's, I'm, it's I'm excited about
0: all this, though. I'm excited about all of it.
2: Yeah. I, I, I can't wait to see what they do to, to the entrances to all the parks because, you know, it, it, they work. But, yeah, there's obviously room for improvement, right? Like, there's – and, yeah, you know, the, as the world changes, you know, security checks weren't a thing, you know, 25 years ago. So, or not like they are now. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they're actually, you know, factoring that into the, I, I like that they kept talking about the, the, um, the entrance experience because, yeah. because, you know, you don't realize it, but, you know, you know, just getting through security and getting through the park entrance that really can frame your day if you're not thinking about it. Right. Like, like, you know, for most or for, like yeah. for myself, it's like, you know, even when I get in there, you know, even if it took me an extra 20 minutes to get through security, cause it was busy. It's still like, you know, once I'm inside, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I'm great. I'm good. But I know people, even in my personal life, I, there's people that I, I talk to on a regular basis that, you know, if they have to stand in line for more than, than 10 minutes, they will grumble about it for like an hour afterwards. <laughs>
0: Ruins their whole day. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: it's like, like you don't, you may not realize how much that does actually affect your day right so
0: <laughs> yeah it's a smart move and it, yeah. a lot of those security stations o- almost like especially since they added the metal detectors they had a very temporary feel to them you know like they, they didn't feel yeah. like they were a part they they had like little pop-up tents pretty much and like uh, or, you know uh and and they just the the metal detector just sitting there in the middle of nowhere it's it, it just didn't have a consistent feel to it, so i'm glad that they're thinking about these things because I think it's uh, an important thing like we we talked about it a couple a couple episodes ago where you know like you were just saying, you know those things matter it, it matters to how you start your day and you know it's it when you breeze through security there's no better feeling than that so I used to never have the bag with me, so I always used to go through the no bag line and I'd just be like waiting on the other side for my wife to come through. And,
2: and then she would grumble at you because they searched the yeah. <laughs> everything. And
0: <laughs> well, but now I got to go through the metal detector. So I, you know, yeah. even even when the no bag line, they make you go through the metal detector. But but anyway, I digress. Um, so they're also, by the way, they're also going to be setting up an experience center at the uh, the Odyssey Events Pavilion. So um, if you don't know what the Odyssey is, it's another kind of empty space at at Disney uh, that is what would you call it right over by the world showcase i guess right it's, o- it's kinda in, of in between test
2: track and the world showcase yeah and so you yeah. probably
0: walked by it a hundred times if you don't know where it is and what it is and we're like what, what's this building and this is you know it's been sitting there kind of empty
2: they actually use it for um like food and wine and uh yeah. um flower and garden and everything like you you can actually go in there and they've got um like you can buy different foods and stuff at the the kiosks in there
0: yeah Yeah, Yeah, so they'll use it for special events, kind of like Wonders of Life. Uh, But now they're going to set up an experience center where you can see all the things that are coming to Epcot. So it's pretty cool. I will look for that. Yeah. All right, anything else we want to talk about before we move on to, uh, you know, my favorite segment, which is Rampant Speculation? No? Nope. Nope. All right, let's speculate. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Okay. So this first one, this is a weird weird thing for somebody to notice
0: (laughs) it is. And, and we should mention this is from WDWNT. I don't know if you, do you want to read it? uh, Uh, Trevor.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, um, so a mystery apparatus appears on a dinosaur vehicle. So, so what it is, is that on, um, on the back of the, uh, EMV ride vehicles, a rig has been set up with three devices attached, all pointing down towards the guests. Uh, so they only saw it on one vehicle but um yeah that nobody really knows what it is it, it almost looks like cameras or something but it they're does. on the back of the vehicle right so it's like why are you why are you taking pictures of the back of people
0: the back of people's heads <laughs> like, yeah. you know, yeah. i don't know what this is I, I was looking at these and i was so confused by them um, yeah.
2: I'm, I'm trying to think like if there, if there's something infrared or something, cause it, cause it's a dark ride, right? Like, the, like yeah. the ride itself is very dark. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, either, you know, maybe it's extra lighting so that, you know, you can see things a little better. Cause for me, it's like, I, if I go in there, I, if I go on dinosaur in the middle of the day, I can't, I, I can't see half of the, the effects in the ride because my eyes are still so, adjusting. Right. So
0: dark in there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's like maybe that, but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird uh weird setup.
0: I, well, like think about this too, if it is cameras and they are recording something. Like, dinosaur is such a bumpy ride. Like, you, you wouldn't even get good video. It would just be flying all over the place because you'd be bumping all over. Like, I don't even know. It would look terrible. I yeah. my only thought of what this could be. I, and you know, I'm sure there's this is not the reason, but I was thinking to myself, "Well, what if Disney needs some some dinosaur footage for like a new commercial they're doing or something?" and it doesn't matter if it's the back of their heads you could just you could just see the the ride vehicle but that's the only thing i could think of i don't know what else they would use this for like yeah <laughs> maybe know. it was you, confusing. You, maybe they just ran it that one day and that was it right
2: and we'll never okay. see it again
0: i don't know it's just, it's very confusing it's i i don't know what the heck they would use this for it's just it's it's odd looking um but yeah well i mean you know you can you can check this out on com. um but yeah if you're curious to what this is i mean none of us know it's just weird looking um i yeah. like i like that somebody asked a cast member and they said it would shock you if you were not acting good <laughs> 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 that just seems uh, kind of harsh but well I mean, that, they, cert- that, they certainly look like cameras to me
2: well maybe maybe they're right maybe it is like a new uh, a 4d effect right like <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, but they're an eyesore, though. I can't see them putting this on everything, you know?
2: Well, I, I don't know. I feel that they, they kind of fit with the ride because the ride is like that, you know, time machine kind of thing. So it's it's already got, like, weird things bolted onto it. So it it's not that far removed, but it's, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. No. I,
2: I guess the other thing, too, is uh, so so this is Dinosaur, and I haven't heard anything about anything like this on the Indiana Jones ride. Which, so Fair so for way. those that don't know, Indiana Jones and Dinosaur are the exact same ride. It's the same track. They're just themed differently, and like they've got a different story to them. But yeah, like I don't know. It may, maybe you're right. Maybe it is just something they did for a commercial, or um, maybe it's a, maybe. I was going to say maybe a way to monitor the guests so that, you know, they can actually see what's going on, but they already have cameras throughout the thing anyway. And they're all, and I'm sure, you know, they've got night vision cameras in the ride already to see what people are doing. So, so why would you have this? Yeah.
0: I have no idea, man. This is a good, I I like this mystery though. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I, (laughs) I, I I almost, I, I need to, I need to look up what these things could possibly be because right now, like I said, to me, it looks like a, like a, an infrared camera or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. I need, I need to understand what the thing is first.
0: <laughs> well, I, I so, feel like this is one of those mysteries. We're never going to know the answer to. <laughs> so,
2: or I, or I, it'll I come know. up in like I, I, I can bet you something something will change with dinosaur in like the next year. And then we'll be like, Oh, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> oh, that's why they did it. Yeah. We'll just yeah. have to remember that we even talked about this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. So the next one we have here too, is again, this is from www.nt.com. Um, some mysterious, uh, construction walls have gone up around, um, basically around the security checkpoint for, well, not, not the actual security checkpoint at the international gateway, but to the kind of, to the side of it. And uh, nobody really seems to know what this is. Hmm. And I'm going to tell you what I think it is <laughs> because up until now, the the international gateway has been kind of a hidden secret. Uh, it's, you know, been just for those resort guests at boardwalk really and, and beach club. Now it's going to be all the people arriving by gondola. Yep. I think this is going to be more security. That's what I think it's going to be. That's just my guess,
2: but it it's further inside from the
0: uh... it is, but they could they could. I don't know how they're going to work it, but uh, it's just a guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
2: So the area. So it's in. But no, again, how could that be security if it's already inside the park? It's past the turnstiles. Well, if,
0: they, if they have like fencing and then they like just have it as like additional security that you have to go further up for. But, you know what but I mean? no, it's
2: already past this turnstile, so you, you've you already scanned your park ticket at that point.
0: Well, but I mean, I'm just assuming that they're going to reroute everything. So like they're going to also, you know, make you or maybe they take the turnstile like where you're, you know, you scan in and they move it to there and then they expand. You know what I mean? I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I just think it has to do with security and the increased guest flow that they're going to expect from the gondolas. just my guesses, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what it is.
2: So I guess my only question is, how far away is that from the lagoon? I, I don't. I actually have never walked over to International Gateway, so I don't know how far. I know it's like, like, it, it's past the the, the um, England Pavilion, right? Yeah, it's right by so, France. Yeah, so I, I guess, or okay, I have walked over the bridge there. I guess my only thought was maybe this has something to do with the new nighttime show.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Like yeah. a projector they're setting up or something,
2: yeah, you know something that shoots out over the lagoon that's part of one of the effects, so interesting, maybe that's that's a possibility, right maybe they're they're readjusting where where things come from for for the nighttime show
0: that's interesting well yeah i don't yeah. I don't know that's a good question. I think we put Damon to sleep. I think Damon's taking a nap until we talk about Star Wars in a second here, <laughs> I,
1: I am, I'm playing Clash Royale to be absolutely honest. With you. <laughs> welcome back Damon (laughs) yeah all right Do do you want to talk about Star Wars I mean, do I personally? I of course I want to talk about I, Star I mean, Wars.
0: I, I think the, we need to talk about yes. Star Wars with all the stuff that came out. I mean, my goodness, it, it went The from, one thing
1: I wanted to talk about, though, Tom didn't even put on the list. So like I'm You want to talk about, about the that.
0: food when there's all the other stuff we could talk about?
1: Hell yeah! I the,
0: want food to talk about the food looks good. Oh my goodness! Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, food oh, yeah, does I look amazing. I'll this. give you that. It is on the list. It's it's in there. It just I was too lazy to list everything out.
2: <laughs>
0: oh boy! Oh boy! You just oh gotta, boy! You gotta scroll through a little bit. You gotta you gotta look. So what what are we what are we starting with? Um, I mean, well, if you start... want to talk about food, we can talk. We can start talk about food first. Yeah, of course, I want to talk
1: about food first. Right. So I have to say, I was I was pretty impressed with the way the food came out in Pandora. Like that that that, I, I feel it's like Pandora canteen. and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I kind of feel like we're you know listen it's not going to be the same sort of food it's not good but i feel like right we're talking about some futuristic or you know listen Maybe star wars a long time ago in the past some sort of otherworldly otherworldly food and i thought they did a phenomenal job one of my favorite quick serve places to eat so i am super excited and i think that they're gonna do another bang up job at this right so I mean, do do we get into exactly what we're talking about food wise? Has this been official? Is this all official? Oh, this is stuff all official. Looking, yeah, looking this at? is all
0: official. Yeah. So, because this Disney basically had a review embargo, and then they decided, okay, we're going to bring in some select news organizations, and yeah, yeah why so are this we not all, there? I, because we're not a news organization, but I mean, I, you know, we, we we we'll get on that list one of these days. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so, so, so a couple news organizations got to actually tour, even though it's still under construction, they got a tour and they also just, Disney just released a whole bunch of, uh, you know, information about it. So this is all, all the stuff we're looking at here is official. This is happening stuff. So,
1: I mean, I, I like some of the, the, the different things. I mean, you know, obviously I think that the milk is what people are, uh, <laughs> going to be interested in and I find it, I, I find it enjoyable that the blue milk is going to be a plant-based sort of milk. Um, as I get older and older, my tolerance for milk continues to go down and down. As a lactose
2: intolerant um, person, I am ecstatic. Well, <laughs> and, and, and it's and it's
1: funny, Trevor. My, my my grandfather used to have like orange juice or coffee in a cereal. And I was like, ah, yeah, whatever. And as I was younger, it was no big deal. And, and now, uh, you know, in my mid-40s, what, what it really has come down to is I can do... One glass of milk, one bowl of cereal, one thing of ice cream each day, and I'm fine. Once I go over that number, that's when I start to run into problems. <laughs> and mine is more of a stomach hurt than anything. So all that being said, oh, too much personal information for anyone who really cares about. <laughs> I am glad that the blue milk will be plant-based. But, I mean, there's a lot of things on here that I'm you know, kind of excited about. The, the raspberry cream puff with passion, passion fruit mousse the only thing with that is it seems a little too much like the same thing that they had over in Pandora. Sure. Um, but you know, there's a lot of, I mean, gosh, there's a lot of things on here. Yeah. Um, they
0: actually put out like the whole menu and I think they're actually putting out a, a like a cookbook too. I think yeah. I yeah. saw. Um, but yeah, I mean, there is a ton of stuff it, I, and I don't know how you guys feel, but I, I felt ever since
1: Pandora, like that food that's been there feels like it's, it's healthier. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I, it's, yeah. I, it, it's not like,
2: fast food, right? It, even though yeah. it's quick service, it doesn't feel like fast food.
0: It's
1: not and Casey's corner. You
0: know,
1: yeah. I think they've done the same thing. Like, right. I, I, I see, I see kale in some of this stuff, right. I see, you know, Quinoa. Kefta meatballs, right. I see <laughs> <Cabbage> hummus. <laughs> I see a lot of things in there that plant-based that meatloaf. Me, I mean, yes. yeah, it's, I, I, it makes me, you know, excited to go there and feel comfortable about having, you know, food there. And I think that's been the big thing as you know, as my kids, you know, and I don't know how you know, my kids personally, but my kids will go to Disney and eat kale because it's cool. And then come home and be like, I never want to see kale again in my life because (laughs) now they see it, you know, coming from the grocery store. So I I think this is actually a really, really good thing when, again, I'm going to really tangent here and talk about, you know, children and a lot of the food choices that happen with fast food. Um, I think having things like this at Disney lets kids experience newer and, and probably healthier foods than they may experience if they just came home from the grocery store. And that is a great thing in my opinion. Yeah. It really truly is. And oh, yeah. I'm very happy to to see this list here, which is why I was upset that Tom didn't give it its its due diligence <laughs> in his rundown. <laughs> I like he I was just going to pass there. it over like I it was no food. big deal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I put food on there. Um, I just didn't list it all because there's so much. I mean, and I mean, these names are pretty pretty amazing too. Bloody Rancor, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, what what else? Braised Shack Roast. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Outer Rim, <laughs> T sixteen Skyhopper. I like that one. Uh, Jedi Mind Trick. Like these are some fun drink names. I I, I like it. And also, um, we did also get confirmation too um, that uh, Rex from Captain, you know, Captain Rex, uh, DJ RX R three X, you know, as he's going to be. Uh, in the in this um I believe it's the Cantina, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um is, is gonna be voiced by uh, uh um what's his name? Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. So yeah. which is great. Um I think that's really cool. Um what else do we have on here? There's so much to I mean like they put out the, so much information. It's crazy. <laughs> about food or now we're moving? everything. To, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Um so okay let's well let's talk let's talk rides a little bit. So me personally I'm actually more excited about the Rise of the Resistance ride than I am about the Millennium Falcon
1: ride. Oh, I, I 100%
2: would concur. Yeah. I would agree with that without a doubt.
0: That ride just looks epic. Um, I mean, it just um, it looks incredible.
2: <laughs> I, I'm still split between both of them. But, I yeah, you're right. I, I feel that Rise of the Resistance is going to be that. It's going to be a sleeper hit, right? You know, it's yeah. Everyone's been so jonesing for the Millennium Falcon that this one's just going to come around and blow everyone away. Again, you
1: you know my feeling about like that that sort of ride, right? Like the Millennium Falcon ride has always been like, man, yeah, okay. I I can't recreate the cockpit, but the actual ride itself—that's just the digital, yeah, yeah. Like, no, like I mean, it's going to be fun. Listen, don't get me wrong, but I feel like that is not. That's a ride, not an experience. And as I get older and get more keenly observant to what I want in my entertainment, I feel like an experience is what I want. And I think that is going to be an experience rather than a ride. And I am on board with that.
0: I One of the coolest things I read about, about the, that Rise of the Resistance ride is the, the idea that you start off and, like, you get on, like, a Star Tours type of ride, right? You're, like, in one place, you get on a Star Tours type of ride, like, and you're flying into space. And then when you get off of that, you go out the same door, but now you're in the, you know, you're in the other ride. You're you're in the actual ride. transfer. Yeah. yeah, you like transferred to a different place. You're now in space and you're in like the Ellen. giant room. Yeah, it's the it's a turntable. Like awesome yeah. Ellen
1: was. Yeah. <laughs> the Best Ride Ever. Yeah. yeah exactly. You, <laughs> but you have to take cues from The Best Ride Ever if you want to create something
0: just as good. Yeah. That's a, that's that's true. That's true. But um and then you know they have you know, they have cast members in in the uh you know in in character in you know outfits like they're like they're working on the ship and then they get you on these little transports. And I also saw too. I don't did you guys see and this was not in my rundown but there was um, of course, it wasn't. Yet. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, someone took a picture of like the warning sign at Disneyland, and uh, it actually states that there's a sharp drop in the. In oh this no, ride. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, and there was a rumor out there that basically that the 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 ride vehicle was going to drop almost like Tower of Terror style, like not like drop. You like, mean like Verbolton? Yeah, yeah just like drop. Yeah, like exactly, like drop. straight on Verbolton? down. I no, I have not because I haven't been to that. Why park, do you but, keep saying yes then? What are you talking about? No, I know I what said, you're talking like about because I know oh, of Verbolton. Yes. Oh, okay. I was going to say, do you know? at least I,
1: I hope you know what I'm talking I'm about. I'm a theme park enthusiast, <laughs> yes David. I know
0: about Verbolton. <laughs>
1: okay. Yes, that would be something I could see. That actually would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Man, going on that for the first time, Verbolton. <laughs> <laughs> was an experience like no other, and and you you live in North Carolina, if you've never been on Bolton Oh, that's right, you're a roller coaster wuss. I
0: forgot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> my fault. But, but but so this is and this is different though. This is a dark ride, and we really haven't seen that in a dark ride. You know, you you have Dinosaur where it goes down a hill, but it's not it's not like a straight down drop. Um, so that's going to be interesting well, to see.
2: Well, they said steep drop. That doesn't mean straight well, down either, though. Well, that's and, true.
0: And, and
1: what's interesting about Verbolten is is that that's actually um, I wouldn't say a steep drop because that's actually a drop like a straight up and down drop. That's what this that's is a, supposed
0: to be, supposedly. That's what I. That's what the rumor is. Well, and, and see, it's interesting because it, it was the word "steep"
1: used in the official or just in what we've heard.
0: This is the right. what we've heard. <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: Because when I hear the word "steep," it, it does not take me to what Verbolten is. Verbolten is uh, it's something that drop. goes. Yeah, and it's not a straight down. It's so you're horizontal yeah. and then you just drop down a level. Yeah. Which to me, you cannot stick the word steep in there at all, right? That's a different sort of drop, right? If we're gonna
2: get really technical here. we're gonna
0: get technical about I'm, it. Yeah. <laughs> I,
2: I I'm hung up on I'm imagining the drop in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like it's yeah, it's not I, a steep I, drop, but it's well, like you know That's
0: that's true. Disney does tend to over warn people, right? You know, yeah. the, the, they'll say like, and Soren has like sudden drops and stuff like that. And it's, it really doesn't, you know, but I, I get why they do that, obviously. But, it, you know, so that that could be the case. It's just the rumor was that it was, you know, you're eventually going to end up at the top of this gigantic show building that that they built for this. And then at some point, you're going to come crashing down basically with parachutes.
1: Everyone just has to put on parachutes. That's yeah, that's what's
0: going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and, trying to find the picture and see what it exactly says. I, I don't but, see it.
2: And I do see the point, too, because like for myself and I think for for most of us here, you know, well, if anything, a steep anything, drop,
1: is Tom even on it? Does Tom even I'll go do, on I'll it? I'll
0: do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll
2: do it. I mean, that's the thing for for me. It's like, oh, you know, that's fine. You know, that's not a steep drop. That's no big deal. But, you know, for someone like my wife who is more sensitive to things like that, I can see why they would be very, you know, like emphasizing it because like for my wife, that could be a day ruiner. So sure. Yeah.
1: Wouldn't that be an interesting process of like, Hey, you know, we're going to have star Wars and and there's going to be so many people that want to go on it, but we're going to make this a hell of a ride that it's going to, people are going to be like, Nope, not even going to go on it. Love star Wars. Can't go on it. Okay. It
0: says a swift drop. Oh, now Swift. see Swift, Swift could bring different. me
1: back to Verbolton. That could bring me a to, back to a Verbolton thing. Here's the thing though. So what what I find interesting about Verbolton is is that I, I've tricked people. Well, I'm not saying that, but <laughs> I've tricked people to going on Verbolton, right? Because I'm like, ah, dude, this is the best ride ever. And it was awesome, right? But like they take that drop and like their day is ruined. And then I go, Oh well, it's it's, it's really cool though. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's, uh, <laughs> thanks, yeah. Thanks for making me go on that. But like Swift to me means quick right it doesn't have any you know designation of angles to it so if it's a verbolton type drop like kind of like i guess they mimic that in the spider-man ride at um universal as well i I think that would be kind of neat but like travis travis trevor said (laughs) wow i've been gone so long (laughs) Um, i forgot the name (laughs) of your (laughs) co-host i forgot the name
0: of my co-host um as, as trevor said that you know that might put people off it could. And so what the sign in this came out too cause there's a height restriction of 40 inches. Um, and so it says, uh, join us on an exhilarating mission to stop the first order. This mission includes rapid motion, sudden stop sharp turns and a swift drop as you evade capture from the first order. And the article here says guests will experience a drop towards the end of the attraction. The drop will reportedly simulate an escape pod blasting off, taking guests uh, in their transport swiftly back down to the planet of Batu. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and it says, we're not talking a drop of the height of Tower of Terror here, but at least most of the height of the fairly large show building that houses the ride. That's from WDWNT again, but I don't know. That can mean a lot of things. So I'm still excited about this ride. It looks amazing. (laughs) I mean, like some of the effects they're going to pull off in this, you know, they're talking hundreds of stormtroopers, you know, that are animatronic, like. You're talking about like the details in in this ride looks incredible i mean they just look incredible it looks like you're on a, on a on a ship in space i mean uh and and you know it's trackless so you never know where you're going to end up uh you know these these giant, uh, is uh, adats, uh, right? Or you know, ATAT, whatever they're, I, I don't care what they're called, uh, you know, just <laughs> we, we've been you. over this, so. we've been over this before. But those giant, I mean, that, that one picture that's on there of guests just looking up at those things, and they're saying that they're gonna be able to, uh, one of the effects people said that they're gonna, they figured out a way to, to make the blasters visible. So, like, when they're blasting shots at you, it'll actually look like it's blasting shots at you. I mean, that's incredible. I, I can't wait to see that, you know
2: yeah I mean yeah it, it's uh, <laughs> the, the, I think the worst part about this is just you know waiting to see what it actually is because yeah. because <laughs> if you think about it they've done a really good job of keeping this under wraps like oh, yeah. no uh, leaks yeah.
0: like really not many I mean you really haven't heard too many leaks about it
2: well and, and even you know just the, the contrast between the two rides is like for the longest time everyone was like oh the Millennium Falcon you know that's the ride you know you know i can't wait to to ride the millennium falcon and now it's like like it wasn't until the press got a hold of of the rise of the resistance that all of a sudden everyone's starting to go oh you know maybe this will be the ride that i actually want right like i think i think part of it too is that everyone's you know i i personally i feel a little burned by navi river cruise
0: even though Damon um, loved it, well, <laughs> that's
1: disrespectful. Only, only because of the fact that- that's disrespectful, Travis. That is, I don't care for that.
0: <laughs> okay, Devin, he's gonna call you Travis from now on. <laughs> okay. Only
1: when I don't like what he says. Well, then I will call you Devin.
2: And, um, I love Navi River Ride. You guys are well, crazy. I
0: like it's, I like it's it too. Short, I just wish though. it was longer. It just, yeah. it
2: just it didn't like. If I put that next to Flight of Passage, like flight of passage gets me emotional navi river cruise you know doesn't i'm sorry but it just
0: i don't think you're gonna have that problem with this ride though i mean this ride looks like it's i mean the rumor now is that it's a 28 minute ride time yeah i mean that's even if it's 15 minutes it's still long by attraction standards i mean that's you know i mean it's you know no ellen which was 45 minutes but
2: they're shooting for a high bar there
0: Oh sure, no, yeah. it, that's that's true. But it, I mean, yeah. just based on the size of the show building itself, I mean, I feel like you're going to be through this building quite a bit. You know, I, it does seem like it's going to be a pretty long experience from what I can tell.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's, uh, you know, I feel like we we've talked about the rides a lot, but th- well, <laughs> there's a lot of other stuff going on that I know that has kind of been overlooked. I think, like even. Um so so one of the other things that you put in the rundown here was um so the Play Disney Parks app. Um yep. it will allow for guests to interact with the droids, take jobs, hack and translate things throughout Batu or throughout Galaxy's Edge, which you know yeah. you know, that's I I know like I, I tried to use the Play Disney Parks app when I was there last time and honestly I kind of forgot about it when I was there. I wish I'd actually done more with it, but that to me is you know you know th- this is again the, the the overall experience of star wars land like you don't even have to actually get on the rides to necessarily get the experience that you want or well, i shouldn't say well to to you know get that star wars experience like you know you know doing stuff with the droids and all that like that's it that's kind of unprecedented cool. as far as yeah like 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 it seems to me like this will be um um i i saw at at harry potter um or at hogwarts and all that like you can get um they, the they sell the wands there right yeah. and yeah. and the wands are used throughout the park like it's not j- like they or i guess it's kind of like the um the cards the the sorcerers of the magic kingdom at 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 magic kingdom but this sounds like it's going to be even more interactive than that because if you're if you're doing stuff on your phone, like it's not like you have to go somewhere to do, to do these things. Right. Like it's, it's, you know, it, it feels a lot more natural. I guess it's not like you know, yeah. go here, stand here, wait for this thing, right? It's and
0: you don't have to buy anything. You ha- you already you yeah. can just download the app, and then you can interact with the land. We were wondering how they were going to manage this whole reputation thing and all this, and it, it turns out it was th- it's th- through an app that already existed. That I, I mean, I truly believe that they built this app a while ahead of time for this purpose, and you know, made it do other things for the meantime. But I, I, I think that they I, were planning way ahead for this.
2: I, I feel that that this app is going to like for a lot of the new stuff coming up, this app is going to hinge um, a lot of a lot of the um, additional experience on top of the rides. like I, I think they've realized you know that the fact that most people have phones, you know, why would you not capitalize on that right? It
0: makes total sense, yeah. Yeah. And and truthfully, it's better than, you know, I feel like they've been kind of trying to replace like the interactive cues with the Play Disney Parks app, which is not, you know, a terrible thing because those things end up, you know, breaking and also people get caught in line because they're playing with those things. I never know what mm-hmm. the proper etiquette is. If somebody in front of me is playing at that, like, you know, the do thing on Seven by? Dwarves. <laughs> do you walk by them? Do you wait for them yeah. to finish? Like, I think you walk by them personally, but... That's either an (laughs)
2: actor. Yeah, I mean, if if you stop in the queue, you know, yeah, Yeah. I've done that. You know, people will stop and they're like, "Oh, you know, go ahead." But yeah, if they're busy doing something else, it's kind of like you know, you sorry, you can
0: (laughs) you can stay there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go past you. Um, But that's an aside. But I I think this is really smart of them to do, and I think it's really cool that you'll be able to interact with everything using using these using your phone. I mean, it's gonna be pretty cool.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. And, and actually even the, so the comparison of the uh, the in ride or in-queue entertainment versus the Play Disney Parks app, one of the things that I did get to do was I actually tried using it inside of Space Mountain. So, because Space Mountain used to have the, the little mini-games where you shoot the asteroids, right? And they had all the all the stations set up, or sorry, you've never been in there, so you don't know what I'm
0: talking about. I know about. what you're talking
2: about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so so for everyone else that's not Tom, um, they they had these these kiosks in there, and that was exactly the problem. Is you know in the standby queue, there's all these people you know watching the games and whatever, and you would get these big gaps where people would forget about um, about what you know. That, hey, you're lining up for this ride, right? So so it, it kind of slowed things down more than you know it should have. I think um, with the app now, so so I did get a chance to try it. Is that you know you you set it up to your party so so you you put in however many players and then it's a combination of things so so like one you do like a little bit of the the space shooter thing on your phone but then also they have you looking for things in the queue so they've got like little symbols and stuff that you have to find and kind of do a scavenger hunt which that um like me and my son did it and i felt that that kept him far more interested than you know playing a space shooter game for a couple of minutes and then being forced to you know you know Okay, you're done. You know, go on to the next thing, right? Like, we actually yeah, went yeah. all the way up to the front of the queue, doing like looking for symbols on the wall and and trying to do all this stuff, right? Like, it it it, it held our interest a lot longer and really took the the weight out of the queue. Um, but again, that that's just talking about the queue. So so going back to this app, you know, there the idea is is that even outside of the queue, this app is you know. Like there'll be things around the park that you can do and and you know, you can poke at things and and you know, get droids to do interactions that you wouldn't necessarily see. Which again, that 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 just further takes it into making it a more personal experience, right? Like it's yeah. it's having them react to you directly versus, you know, just you know, standing there and being one of many people in the crowd watching a show. Like you you feel that, you know, you know, that, you know, that droid did that because I, you know, hacked into his, into his system or whatever. Right.
0: Like- <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's me. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I, I love it. I think it's very cool. Yeah. Um, I, I was wondering how they were going to do this. And I, I think it makes perfect sense. So what yeah. about merch? How do we feel about the merch? <laughs> I love saying merch. I don't know why, even though so, everyone probably hates me for it. I, I'm, I'm cool with it, but I, I love the idea of building your own droid out of parts and also being able to build your own lightsaber too. Well, and so here's the thing,
2: building your own lightsaber has been a thing for a long time,
0: That's but true. It,
2: it, it sounds like they've changed it or they they've, they've gone to that next level of build your own lightsaber, I guess. So my son has built lightsabers. Um, we've got like four or five different ones around the house. And, um, They're, they're better than the ones you get at Walmart. I I will say that much like it's, (laughs) it's, you know, you know, it's got the sound effects and everything and you can, you know, you can customize the color of the blade. You can, you know, put all the different, you know, grip pieces on and stuff like that. So you can make them, you can either make it, you know, look exactly like, you know, Darth Maul's saber, or you can make it unique to, to yourself, which, you know, I, I think that's, you know, that's pretty nice and and they they've definitely you know done that even outside of the parks that like you can buy you know lightsaber parts and everything but it sounds like they're also they're making this into like the same kind of thing as the uh the banshees the, um right? the banshees or i was gonna say even like the wands
0: the wands yeah the, the wands
2: at at, uh, at hogwarts because you know you know you you pick your wand and there's kind of a bit of a ceremony to it, it sounds like they're doing the same thing with these new lightsabers that they're building but They also don't, like, I don't know, like, when I look at them, it's like, you know, they look nice, but will they, like, would it be something that I would want to, you know, pay for my kid to buy, and then, you know, it's kind of too nice to use, I
0: guess? (laughs) Like, it's going to be, like, a metal handle, or it's going to be, you know, like, super, yeah, I know what you mean, it's not going to be, like, all plastic, it's going to be so nice that you don't want to play with it.
2: And you don't want them swinging it around, because, you know, it'll, like. Break or something like that. I don't know. I I'm I'm curious how that's going to all flesh out because again, when they said that initially, I was like, well, you can already build a lifesaver. What's the big deal? Like it's yeah, yeah. It 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 has to be something. Intru- I I I'm trying to find the right word. Not new. Not I don't know. It has to be something unique that I guess I couldn't already do with the previous ones. So.
0: Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. Yeah, I like the idea of building your own droid, though too. Especially, I don't, I don't know what that's going to look like. I mean, but it sounds like they're saying like, you, I, it can't be like a working thing. It can't be something that's actually going to walk around, not walk around, but like you know at least roll around or anything like that. I can't imagine that that's well, what you're going to be it, able to do. I guess
2: it, it could but, be a little remote control thing. I there there used to be um um there used to be a place in Disneyland um. Sorry, I, I think I just put Damon completely to sleep. Um,
0: da- yeah, Damon's gone. He's he's out. Yeah, <laughs> Dude,
1: I, I, I'm Facebooking at this time. Like, <laughs>
0: you don't, you don't care. I see, yeah. thought finish. you'd be interested in the whole build a droid or build a lightsaber. Build thing. a droid sounds
1: dumb. I, I mean, <laughs> that just sounds dumb. The lightsaber, the problem is, is that I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle ground of garbage but not so cool like the hundred dollar one so uh, i don't know if i'm interested in that either right like if i want a lightsaber i want like as close to possible as a legitimate lightsaber that i I can get you know those ones that are like a hundred and something dollars that's what i want or i want somebody on etsy building me one um i mean what am i going to get at the park
0: that's kind of what i think they're doing though i think they're going to do super expensive lightsabers from what i've seen I don't know. Could you be think wrong. they're going
1: to be metal? You think they're going to be metal handled, super duper lightsabers and all customizable?
0: I mean, this picture looks, they look metal to me. Where's this picture? Hold on. <laughs> I mean, they don't well, look like cheap plastic to me. I, for, I, I think I saw an article well, somewhere that said. Where is this picture that you, that you speak in of? In the first link I sent you. <laughs> okay.
1: Because I am not on board with this whole phone nonsense, bullcrap, whatever, <laughs> at all. Like, I don't want my kids using the phone at all. We're on vacation. Get off your phone, right? Because if I have to give you your phone to play these things and to do this and to do that, all you're going to be doing is being on Instagram and Snapchat. So well, we put the phones away. So that's my problem
2: there. With the, I, I with guess, the, play, app, with the play app? Yes. Yeah. But the the difference for me is, so my son doesn't have a phone. And so we're using my phone. But I, you know, I carry my phone mainly so I can book fast passes while I'm in line. But then there's always you that think, in between where you know we we play or You think
0: these look metal. So, I just uh, pulled up an I just pulled up yeah. an article. Hold on, I just pulled up an article. It says the real the realistic looking lightsabers will be $158. So, well, that doesn't they, answer my question. So, they're going to have like a cheap plasticky one and then they're going to have like a really nice $160 I still think that's plastic metal. There, though. One. I don't know. I They didn't say metal, but oh wait, no, yeah. the re, wait, wait, hold on. The realistic looking lightsaber sold in galaxy edge will have metal hilts, light up blades and movie like sound effects. Okay. So there you
1: go. All right. But I yeah. mean, I can get that already.
0: You can, but I guess they're going to make a show out of it. Kind of like what they do with the banshees and they do with like the, the wands at Harry Potter.
2: Yeah, uh, it's still, okay. it, it's still a hard sell. Even like I, I'm with Damon on this one. It's,
1: the, the, the wands do extremely well at Universal. Like, a lot of the times you can't even... Yeah, you can go get one, but there's... Like, you have to line up before the park opens to be part of that initial, mm-hmm. like, wand thing. And I think there's... Yeah. I think Yeah, and I think there's a limit to all of that. So, I mean, look, I'm not upset by it. I get it, right? I think that's a good idea. I think that a lot of things, you know, that Disney does, that they're looking at Universal and a lot of things at Universal. You know, they're looking back and forth and seeing where, you know people are investing their time and where they're you know kind of have log jams and you're right the the wand ceremony is a log jam so why not do something similar over at star wars i I mean again i think it that definitely looks good i think it definitely something that should be in the park am i personally excited by it no i am not going to buy one for that price (laughs) but i understand how people would and i think it's a good idea i am not you know And now now that you said that they're metal, then then
2: that changed my my tune a little bit. I'm on board with that. All right. But, but yeah, again, that that also changes it from, you know, the, like I said, you know, my kids built lightsabers, and that's the cheap plastic one. You know, if I'm going to take him to build one of these nice metal lightsabers, it's going to be a, okay, you know, that's very nice. No, you're not swinging this around. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know. See,
1: now that Trevor can't talk now, this is even better because now I can talk Um, and and he can't respond (laughs) to me when I say that. I don't agree with that. I think if you're going to Disney, I think at that price point, it's still a toy, not a collectible. Right. Um, I think that a, a collectible would be something that I cannot go and get, you know, 365 days out of the year. And just like a Banshee, I don't consider that collectible unless they're telling me that there's going to be specific parts that are only available one time only or a specific Banshee color is a one time only, right? So I look at it differently. I, I get that there's a higher price point, but you're in Disney. You're on vacation. Yeah, Everything is yeah. gonna be a higher price point. I'm okay with swinging it around. So I'm on board with that. Um, you know, Even though it's a little bit nicer, I'm still okay with it being a toy. Trevor, the house isn't burning down, right? No, my <laughs> wife,
2: Seems to do this every time I podcast. She knows.
1: Okay. <laughs> that's so I to cook like, you know, fish in oil or something. that I think she made bacon or
0: something. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah nice. I mean, at least she's Wait. making something delicious. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. That's true. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Like as I was saying, Trevor, which I'm sure you heard me, even though you couldn't uh, talk, talk to us about it. Um, I, I'm okay with that price point with, you know, flipping it all around and playing with it and all that good stuff. I, I'm okay with that.
0: Alright, well we're yeah. coming we're coming up to a, a pretty long podcast here. So we got one more thing on here. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on to this last thing? It's still Star Wars Land related.
2: Yeah, let's yeah. let's let's cover let's it. Let's talk.
1: Yeah. This, let's talk about that.
0: I want to predict that Damon's gonna be super into this if this is the case. Yes. <laughs> okay, so there's a rumor that Disney is considering selling fast pass uh for rides uh at Galaxy's Edge specifically. Um, so this is again courtesy of WDWNt. They're saying that full Disney, on rumor, yeah. That mm-hmm. the, no decision has been made as of yet, but Disney is leaning towards the sale of Fast Passes to skip the lines at Star Wars: uh, Rise of the Resistance and Millennium Falcon: Smuggler's Run uh, at Galaxy's Edge at both parks. Um, according to sources, the concept is being quote heavily considered by management. Um, so Disney hasn't said anything about this yet. And we're at, they were wow, asked about it by is, the media outlets and they said nothing. So,
1: yeah, it, it's definitely a rumor at this point. But if it was to be, it, it depends what we're talking about price wise. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. So let me factor in my head. What would I pay to not stand on? Right? I look at it as a simple equation. What's my time worth? Right. like mm-hmm. yep, yep. So what do we consider? Um, rope drop right because I'm gonna I'm gonna I, if I have to talk about this I have to talk about what I think rope drop line is gonna be because I can always rope drop I'm always up I don't care rope drops easy for me so and I can rope drop two days because I'm never at Disney for just one day So, all right so at rope drop I probably have to get there what do we call it half an hour before the park opens right I, now I'm not talking about the first week let's, yeah, let's yeah, take yeah, that. you're out talking about
0: question. maybe like uh, six months in or something like that
1: yeah Yeah. Okay. Let's call it between four and six months in. Yeah. All right. So I've got a, i am got ai got a rope drop. So how early will I be there? Half an hour before the park opens. Cool. So I already gave myself 30 minutes. Now I don't run during rope drop because you're not supposed to, people get hurt. It's not worth it. It is still only a ride. So there'll be a million people running by me. I will be speed walking. Right. And that will be good enough. And what happens when I get there? Usually when I rope drop, I feel like I'm at about an hour or so. Right. Does it seem about about right. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna be the person that rope drops in the first one. on It just almost never happens. But I'm gonna give it an hour and a half. So I'm gonna call it all around a two hour difference of time. Okay, for me, and this is just for me personally, based on rope drop. And that's dedicated
2: that? to just this experience, right? Like yes. if you're dedicating yep. two hours of your time to just rope ride? drop yeah. this.
1: Okay, and I feel like that is probably the lowest number you will see. Unless you get super lucky or have a fast pass or have something else. I don't think you're going to beat a two hour time frame during the day outside of rope drop. Maybe at the end of the night, but I'm not doing that. It's too late for me anyway. So, all right, so what is this worth to me now for a two hour rope drop? I mean, I, I got to think it's probably worth $200 to me. Okay. Wow. But there's five of us. Per I person? $200? No. No, no. Okay, that's 200 total. So, a family. So, it's worth $200 as a family for me so that is $40 a ticket that is my number that's my personal number so if Disney's listening that is my number (laughs) I could see between and I think they're going to be 49 if they decide to do this I think we're going to get that 49 number that's what I'm thinking and that makes it you know a decision for me but it it might be a consideration because two hours is a long time if it's 20 to 25 dollars it's not a question i will fast pass that thing twice um <laughs> but the number the number that really gets me moving for one shot is probably 39 bucks per I, I think
0: i feel like if they do this it's just going to be a one shot thing right it's not going to be like unlimited because then everyone no, would no, buy no, it well, what i'm no. saying is but, that like, purchasing
2: it tw- i'm saying purchasing it twice yeah 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 well, so for- and i guess the the thought process too is you know would they offer you know one ride or would it be both the rides
0: like one price for both one. rides or yeah one for i think each. they'll have a tier
1: a tier structure 39 one, 1 yeah. You get two.
2: For, yeah you get a bit of a discount for getting both or something but i don't know
1: i would do 59 for two if i couldn't get fast passes because now you're talking about saving me a whole heck of a lot of time again yeah I- i'm of the mind that time is money even if it's at disney right like the other thing i'm going to tell you is is that a lot of this is going to play into what the queue looks like and how the queue is set up okay i think that because rise of the resistance is going to be a long ride listen the, the best thing about ellen is is that even even before the ride started i had to sit on the floor that was awesome right <laughs> like so i was okay with that like even if i was there 20 minutes early i think the queue will make this dependent i, I don't know if disney's going to do this I'll be honest with you, this is definitely a rumor um, I, I'm not 100% sure I would see them see, see here's my thing I see them more saying hey we're going to keep Star Wars open late at night for dessert party for this just Star Wars right we're going to do this that and the other thing and charge more and then you can ride the rides like you know Moonlight Magic but just for Star Wars right so forget about keeping the whole park open just a Star Wars thing that seems more in line of what Disney would do I don't
0: disagree. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I see them doing it. I just. So what do you think will be the price then? I mean, I don't think you're far off. I, I think you're in the ballpark. I I mean, I don't think you're wrong either about the upcharge event. I, I don't think that that's that that could definitely be a, a way that they do it that makes it more palatable because just going like, hey, we're going to sell pass fast passes for 50 bucks a person. That's going to make so many people angry. Um, even though they already pretty much do this at Disneyland anyway, with max pass. Right. I mean, this is, I mean, it's different, well,
2: but it's like 10 bucks for the day for all your fast passes though.
0: Like, yeah. It, and I don't see it being that low of a price. Yeah. Like.
2: <laughs> like, but, but again, totally different demographics and everything between. Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess, like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of with Damon on this one that, you know, if, yeah, if they, you know, put it out to me, you know, here's 40 bucks, 40 or 50 bucks for fast passes. I would jump on that. And my reasoning is a little bit different, though. It's not so much a matter of time is money. It's more a matter of managing my own stress level. Because um, for me personally, I don't do crowds. And I know you're all probably going, what? Because I go to Disney. But I, I do things in such a way that I don't, like, if there's too many people around me, my enjoyment level, like regardless of what's going on, I just become unhappy because there's just too many other people. And it, and it, I can't even quite explain it. I get it. It it, it almost fries my, like it's, it's, it's,
1: it's anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's crowd anxiety. anxiety. I get it. Yeah.
2: Cause it, cause it, I'm, I'm one of these people that I'm I'm always like, trying to be aware of everybody around me like i i'm always thinking about you know if there's somebody behind me and all that and if there's too many people it just like i just fry like i just can't deal with it we actually this weekend my wife and i went to uh there was a a home and garden expo um uh like downtown and we went there and we were there for like maybe 45 minutes and my wife said she she actually noticed like as we were going that i started to get really grumpy because there was just so many people and there and there was like constantly people bumping into me and all that. And so, you know, for me, you know, to pay for the option of not having to, you know, rope drop or, or anything like, like to get that, you know, rope drop has got to be really tough for you then if that's the case. So, so funnily enough, we don't actually end up doing rope drop and most of that's to do with the time zone change because it's two hours earlier for us that we don't, we don't get there for rope drop because it, like biologically, you know, trying to get me up at six o'clock in the morning doesn't work. Um, (laughs) So, um, (laughs) I could see that. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, but like, yeah, so outside of rope drop, like even if I force myself to do rope drop, that's just another thing is, you know, now I'm super tired because, you know, I'm like, things are kind of out of whack with, with sleep schedule now. And I'm trying to deal with, you know, a large amount of people and to get my family through to where I need to be to get on to the ride. So, so all of those things, again, this is a personal thing for me is that like, yeah, if, if they offered me a golden ticket to get on the ride, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate very much. (laughs) And I think I would even go a bit higher than you, Damon, again, for all the reasons that I listed is that, you know, the, the trade off of, you know, enjoying my day overall and knowing that I can just get on the ride at, you know, my fast pass time that I paid for is worth the trade off to me.
0: Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. yeah it I makes get sense. It. it makes total sense. Well, it'll be interesting yeah. to see if they actually do this or not. I, I, I will be interested. I mean, I don't know. I, I think, and I also think I'll be interested to see what they do with the, the, the tier system at Hollywood Studios uh, once once this park opens, too, is not an issue in Disneyland. But um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the tier system at Hollywood Studios. My, my assumption is they're going to go the Magic Kingdom route and eliminate the tiers because it's just going to be too hard. I mean, maybe they'll just make one tier of just the Star Wars rides. I, I don't know. But yeah. we'll, we'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> if you think
2: about it, there's more tier ones there than there are overall rides after Star Wars Land opens.
0: (laughs) That's exactly right. Like, what do you do? How would you... like? They can't make all of the good... Like, they can't make Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, uh, the Star Wars rides, and, you know, they can't make all of those rides Tier 1. That's really... That would really mess with everybody. Um, But anyway, so, I don't know. I'm interested in this. I think this is kind of interesting if they do decide to do it, but I could also see there being quite a backlash for it, too. But I think we'll just have to wait and see, right?
2: Yeah, and so... Someone refresh my memory. When Toy Story Land opened up, didn't they have after hours events for that? For like it was for like the first couple of months, wasn't it?
0: They had like a pass holder thing that they did. Uh, oh, is yeah, that what it was?
1: They, they also they also had extended hours, I think, for a while, right? Yeah, they did like the That's thing when Pandora
0: opened where they kept it open till like late every night.
2: Right. Okay. So they had
0: extra, extra magic hours.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think you'll see that again for the first couple of months, but yeah, I wouldn't, oh, yeah, sure. I wouldn't be surprised if yeah, they, they do uh like a, a VIP maybe that's what, or well, you know, if they do extra magic hours at uh, or not, or, or sorry, Disney after hours, so, then.
1: So, so I, I, I wonder though. So I have to, I have to ask this because again, I haven't been on, on all these past episodes. So, you know, My friend who I've had this discussion with before, you know, the ones that we go away with is is like thinks that that it's going to be open when we go on Thanksgiving. And I keep on telling her there's absolutely no way we have heard nothing to the nothing yet. But like your gut tells you what I don't have. No, I don't think this thing is going to be open Thanksgiving.
0: Well, so Disney went from saying late fall to just saying fall. And so a lot of people are reading into that that maybe it's gonna open a little earlier than everyone's thinking, but I don't know if that actually means anything or if they just didn't decide to say late that time. Um I, I don't know, man. I think it could be possible. I guess it just depends on where they are in the construction process. They seem so, so like the, they're a little ahead. I don't know.
1: The question is, do I want it to be open in the fall? <laughs> I just I, I can't see them having it open during a holiday like that. Like you have Thanksgiving already, you have it packed already, and then on top of that you tag on do you tag on, you know, Star Wars? Really? Well, did you see yeah. Bob
0: Iger recently said it's like they're not even going to market for this. They're just going to he's just going to send out a tweet and says, say it's open. <laughs> like, oh, no, that would be funny. <laughs> which he was joking. But he's right, though. They, they don't really need to do marketing for this thing. It markets itself. I mean, you know? yeah, yeah. but I don't she, know. She just
1: keeps on thinking that. And I keep on saying is that I'd rather go back in the summer um, than than have to deal with it at Thanksgiving. Since I, I've never really been there for Thanksgiving, nor have I ever seen the Christmas decorations. If you t- t- we're only going for like four days, if you put Star Wars in there, oh, my gosh. oh man, it's going to blow it, up. That's not trip. a vacation. Yeah. Well, you, you know what? It becomes not a vacation It's a job. And I will I will take it like a job, but it will be a job. Yeah. Yeah. It trumps ahead,
2: everything. Right. Like you you just you kind of forgo everything else just for that. Like even for us, we're we're there in November as well. And mm-hmm. our, our goal... You're there is,
1: earlier than me, though, right? We
2: are. We'll, we'll be there, um, yeah, like a week and a half before you. Okay. And, I mean, our focus is the Christmas parties, like, you yeah. know, you know, going to, to Magic Kingdom and all that. But there is this thought in the back of my head, you know, if Star Wars land is open, we're going to go to Hollywood Studios. But it becomes a question of, do I even bother this trip? Do I even... Well, when are you going again? Um, I don't know yet. Uh, it'll be you know sometime next year but you know can i wait a year for it yeah i i think i and can Tom, wait a year. you're going in june right yeah i'm going this in
0: june, june and i'm going in october
1: so you're definitely not going to see it and then Probably after not. that you don't know what you're doing
0: no i don't know what i'm doing in 2020 but i I'm, i am hopeful by october that the mini mickey rides open other than the gond- and the gondolas are open at that point because gondolas look pretty close to almost being i mean they're testing them but you know i don't know i'm hoping that stuff is open by when i go in october but i don't think star wars is going to be open
1: this is going to be like kind of disappointing for all of us because no one like it's possible that no one's really there yeah. until gosh cuz if I go A in November after yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's like man, we're we're well, bad podcasters if I'll, that's the case.
0: I'll tell you this, I'm getting annual passes this time around and uh so and I'm getting those for June, so we'll probably do an early year trip next year to take advantage of the annual passes. So we'll probably do something in the first, you know, before June. Of next year to take advantage of those annual, but how is that going to gonna
1: work with your with your wife in school? We'll figure that out. <laughs> like Spring break or something <laughs> she, like that.
0: She's 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 at a year round school, so her schedule is a little different. Um, so she gets what track? Uh, what track does she get off? What what I don't know. Like,
1: so so she's at a year round school,
0: right? Yeah yeah yeah. So
1: they do uh, like where there's different tracks or just that there's one track. It's just that they go all year round.
0: They just go all year round. And then like every, I think every nine weeks they get two weeks off or something like that. So,
1: okay. There's not different sets of students no, no, getting no. different. Okay. No. Cause that's like what we have here where there's four different tracks of year round. Oh school. yeah. No, we don't have that. Okay. But yeah. Gotcha. So
0: that's why we're going in October this year. This is the first time we can go in October because she actually has time off in October, which never happened before. So, uh, gotcha. so that's why we're excited about this year. So
2: are you doing the Halloween party I know it's
0: one. don't do it yeah um, we haven't decided that yet it's a
2: waste of money oh come
0: on <laughs> the <laughs> parade
1: the I know you don't like parades
2: but I love that parade it's wicked <laughs> parade. is that parade worth
1: that much money though uh, I'm gonna I wait I'm gonna wait for I, my daughter like to it. be a
0: little older I think yeah that's fair so she's only gonna be a year and a half when we go in October so I'm gonna I think I'm gonna that wait might just
1: plan out scare to be honest yeah. With you.
0: yeah that's true I I think we might wait until she's a little bit I mean, older. I she's anything like you, it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> Damon, do you want to wrap it up since you haven't done it in a while? <laughs> no, I'll okay. let Trevor go. We'll let Trevor right. do it?
2: Okay. Okay, guys. Uh, so, yeah, as, as usual, welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Um, we're getting the emails. We will keep asking you guys for emails because, yeah, obviously, like at the beginning of the episode, we we love, you know, Reading your questions, talking about them, you know, even just, you know, having conversations with you guys about things you're doing with Disney stuff. Um, so keep them coming. Um, we do have a website. Maybe it will be updated the next time you check it. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just a lie. That's just yeah, that's yeah, a it's, lie. Well, it's, it's you know,
2: you know people, someone could be listening to this, you know, three months from now. And, and, and years that, from that now. sounds right then. That's yeah, yeah. yeah that so, Sounds about right. So, yeah, you know, welcomehomepodcast.com. You can go check it out. and Maybe, like I said, you never know one day it'll be updated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Someday.
2: Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, so, you know, like, like Tom said earlier, if you guys have anything you want us to talk about, if you got questions or if you got um, a particular subject, you know, part of the park, you want us to talk about whatever, you know, send, send those things our way, you know, it, it gives us, um, it gives us an idea of what you guys are interested in and, and, you know, gives us things to talk about on this. And, um, as usual, even if if you don't want to email us, you can find us on Facebook at uh, Welcome Home Podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram, but really those are just feeding stuff from our Facebook. So, yeah. Or come- when
1: we're actually in the park.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's but re- yeah, that all goes through Facebook usually, or at least for myself. I don't know about when you guys are there, but uh, um, yeah, you know. Um, Like us on Facebook, um, follow shares, all that stuff is cool. And, and yeah, you know, we, we've had some great conversations over Facebook with, uh, some of our listeners that, uh, um, we love seeing that too. So keep them coming. Who's our biggest fan?
0: We've got a Uh, couple. Yeah, there's a (laughs) few. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, one of these days few. we'll call out all the people that that yeah. uh that email us and message us all the time. <laughs> yeah. I,
2: I I guess that's something, you know, I I'm sure people have noticed that you know we we tend to keep it on a first name basis. And and I think that part of that is for me personally, you know, I I don't want to, you know, start, you know, calling people out because I mean for myself, yeah. I I like, you know,
0: some Antinivity. privacy.
2: Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, yeah, I I guess. Yeah. You know, tell us what you guys think. You know, do you want us to call you out by your full names (laughs) or, or what? Right. So we can. Yeah.
0: So, uh, I think you finished your part, right, Trevor? Yeah, I think I I covered everything. (laughs) Okay, great. Uh, So don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find us. Uh, You know, search for Welcome Home. Uh, There are a couple other Welcome Homes out there. uh, (laughs) Yeah, we did find that out recently. We found that out the hard way. Um, But Yeah. (laughs) yeah, so there's at least two other ones so just you know look for the one that's disney oriented once we get our new logo you'll be able to recognize this even better um but just a reminder to our listeners welcome home podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such any and all opinions we express on the show are our own so please consult a disney cast member a dvc representative uh, for anything we talked about on the show today big thank you to dvc resale market for sponsoring this episode as always please go check them out uh, and uh, you know join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion of course more DVC talk uh, we hope to see you all real soon and welcome back Damon <laughs> thank you <laughs> at least for this episode at least yeah. for this episode <laughs> this is Skipper Albert Wall, the voice of the jungle signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC oh, we do a huddle when we hit a chair how oh, she can cuddle It's no man's affair I looked around from pole to pole Found her in a sugar bowl (laughs) Look out, there comes